0: Welcome to the Fangamer Podcast, this is episode 69, the triumphant return of our Fangamer Game Club, back from the depths, many fans waiting for it to come back, and here it is, better than before. To join me in bringing in uh, the, the funk and the music and the jam, Ben, pump it up, Kerrigan.
1: Ben, pump it up, Kerrigan. What? Isn't that a game? Pump, pump that, it that up. That is a game. How do you? Ah! Know that game? <laughs> look at me.
0: Like I know video games or something. <laughs> and uh, it's also a shoe.
2: <laughs> and you're there. Head
0: That's head designer here at Fan Gamer and Super Metroid. I wouldn't say addict, but um, professional. I
3: would. Professionale. Addict. Aficionado.
0: Oh, I like aficionado. Yeah, John K. How's it going? And uh, game club alumni podcast pioneer Kevin Williams, everyone, no, welcome to the show. Welcome yeah. to the show, buddy.
3: Going to give me a slightly bigger head than usual.
0: <laughs> That's good because it's game club, and I am really excited to go over this since we've been talking it up for a while. The playing through the game has been really fun, and doing it in kind of that academic style is is always a good time for me, at least. So it'll be fun to the, the community seems really jazzed up. So we're gonna get into that in a bit, but. Um, as you heard from last week's show, we have a little business to take care of. First, uh, we have questions from last week we need to keep going through. We we promised to get through all those. We had a little mishap technically, so we we didn't get everyone's questions answered. So, uh, But now you'll have the uh, advantage of having other people answer <laughs> questions as well. So uh, we're going to pick a, a random couple ones from the f- thread and um, answer them here live to t- tape. So here we go first one oh here let's do this one real quick here ben why do you have such terrible luck with girls do you want to answer that ben
1: (laughs) can i give you the response we did first time
0: yeah you can (laughs) (laughs) okay tyler two there's your answer um, let's see. Second question. Have any of you played Last Story for the Wii or heard about it, seen videos for it? It's a really interesting RPG made by Miss Walker Nintendo. Nobu Umeyat does the music for it. Uh I don't think I've heard of it other than you mentioning it here, Tyler Two Ben. Yeah, nah? no? I
2: think I've heard of it on Twitter.
0: You okay, I, I think Nintendo? somebody
3: was talking about it. Um if I'm not mistaken, it's Wait, it's either the one where you're a shadow but you get kicked off of a rooftop and then you Oh, I have the shadow to back one. Up. Is that the same okay, game? Okay, that's not the Lost same game. Shadow, right? Then it's yeah. the other one I'm thinking of where there's apparently a sequence where you have to climb a ladder for about 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> that's Metal Gear Solid 3.
3: <laughs> no, no, there's a game, I think it's Last Story, and if not it's some other game, but you have to climb a ladder for like 15 minutes. And
1: what there's all the these
3: weird bugged game, out parts. Game. It's like Sort of like uh, adventure mode kind of Killer oh, wow, Seven looks style. really
0: pretty. Look at hey. that. That's for Wii. Serious? I don't think so. Oh, this is just art, though. Let's look at the in-game stuff. <laughs> huh? Looks very uh, traditional Japanese RPG. Is it? Is looks it good?
3: Like Tyler, it. too?
1: Hate it.
0: Yeah. i no, know, this is an open-minded guy. Of? I try, but
3: man, what uh, game am I thinking of then?
0: Yeah. So no, idea. no we haven't. Unless John, John.
2: Yeah?
3: Yeah? No, I have not.
0: Okay, that's okay. Don't feel we'll bad because yeah, pretty though. much the rest of us are like that. PK Freeze Omega asks in the old audience participation 2 form thread, is an 82945G Express Chipset family a good graphics card? And we have two responses. One, we phoned in an expert. We asked uh, Liz's boyfriend, fiance, Matt, and he said, it sounds like a piece of garbage onboard video card thing. <laughs> so that was his response. And then on the other side, I Googled that. And I did not get any immediate res- results in the search that said it was the worst thing that was ever done by man. But I also didn't get any, it was the best thing ever done. Yeah. So to take me, that for what you will.
1: It, to me, it just sounds like he had a video card that like came with his Walmart computer and he wants to know what's up. And that's okay. I've been in that boat. But yeah, I don't think you're uh, lighting up the world with that. I think it's just one more thing that came with the yeah. What if PK Freeze Omega did buy that,
0: and he's and it is a nice one, and he's trying to test our, our knowledge. Which PK Freeze Omega, if you listen to the podcast, uh, I you think you knowledge? may know that we are not the most knowledgeable when it comes to probably PC gaming. Let or alone anything really. Anything, unless it's <laughs> Pokemon. I feel I feel con- well, no, I don't. Pokemon Red I- Blue. I'm confident.
3: <laughs> no, no. Me and Liz, me and Liz got the
1: table covered for other Pokemon gens. So yeah. yeah.
3: I don't so know. Run that serial number by me again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 82945 G Express. Sheep. The Express is for cheap. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no.
3: no. I'm used to cards. Usually, cards are like really you know solid numbers like 8600 or fifty seven hundred. You know, it, it's a, it's a hundred. It's a round number. <laughs> <laughs> and then some letters like GT or EX or J. Yeah, something sweet. You know? Z's,
0: X's. You know, no you lies, don't have though.
3: this like 53298675309 no oh, crap. That's, yeah, what is I that? Got I don't a know what that
1: is. Z graphics card. Uh, well,
0: okay, the next question he asked I think is a little more interesting. Um, I got a new DS. Can you recommend any 20 to $25 good DS games? And when we first answered this question, my first one was Hotel Dusk. I'm not mm-hmm. 100% positive that it's in that range but it probably it is. is. It is. Um, it is now. I think
1: it debuted in that range. So yeah, yeah you're good there. And um,
0: we've talked about on the podcast. Go back and listen to some of the shows but it's it really takes good use of all the different things. You're blowing on the microphone, I, I don't know if you're talking, you're no. turning things sideways, you're shaking stuff, you're reading. It, it, it's, it's, it's it's an
1: great. adventure game really and it's really an adventure. Not game a platform adventure. No, no, no. Adventure yeah. games, as in, like, sort of classic, you know, like games uh, like Myst and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and very good. Good times.
1: Yeah, it's good. Um, John, I sent you oh, this same. just
0: real quick. John, did I. I sent you my copy of it. Is that where it is? Yes. You have my copy yes, of Hotel I have Dusk. It, yes. Did you ever get to play it? <laughs> D- did you play it? No. No, oh, John. Oh, and that's why we don't have Hotel <laughs> Dusk merch, everyone, because Hotel Dusk, as soon as John plays that, he'll be like, oh,
3: this is my new Super Metroid. We're going to make no. Fan no. Gamer I don't know. I played Hotel Dusk. I. Didn't get very far in it, but I don't remember any of the stuff you're describing. Oh, Um, I did play the other game that's like it and is also in that twenty-five to thirty range. Is Flower, Sun, and Rain? Ooh, which again is the guy Sudo Goichi. The guy going back to um, Killer Seven and No More Heroes did this, and it's like it's an adventure game where you're in a hotel, and every day when you solved all that day's puzzles, an airplane explodes. (laughs) Obviously, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wicked. Yeah, that
1: game is Suda fifty one at his weirdest for sure.
3: It definitely. Right, ben, you you have to suggestion. have a certain
1: tolerance for Suda fifty one for games like those. <laughs> but um as He's far as um taste. Game... Yes, yes, very much so. But as for games I would recommend, I think this one came out like around when the DS came out, and that is Meteos, probably one of the best puzzle games for the DS. It's I mean, it shouldn't be too hard to find. It's a really fun and incredibly addictive puzzle game that I mean, if you get enough people to play, it's incredibly competitive. It's really fun, if you're into puzzle games. And the aesthetic is pretty cool, too. Like, the uh, menus. Like, I'm not sure exactly who was responsible for this, but the menus look exactly like Super Smash Brothers menus. And, like, it even has, like, it just has that sort of aesthetic to it. Where it feels like you're playing Melee, but it's a puzzle game. And, I don't know, <clears throat> it's really great, and you should check it out.
0: Hmm. Have you played Puzzle
1: Fighter, Ben? Puzzle Fighter? Like yeah. the Street Fighter
0: one? It looks like Street Fighter, but it's a puzzle game, and it's about yeah. fighting.
3: No, I you haven't. Where well, you have to match yeah. up the
0: gems, and they make big blocks. Yeah, I really want to play that game. It, it, it makes puzzle games and fighting games into one. It yeah, really does I mean, get a good I really like Street Fighter. I think I've played that on it DS. once
1: at a con. It's on DS?
0: Yeah, it's one of my favorite games. They have it on almost everything now. It originally came out for PlayStation, so. Wow. Anyway, but let's get a suggestion from John. What do you got? DS games?
4: Uh, I would say Tetris DS. I love that game. It's a mm. lot of fun if yep. you can find Classic. that guy. And I would say a bunch of GBA games. Because <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, but that would be even less. They're probably even less than the twenty twenty five dollar market. A couple of those, I think, right?
4: Actually, what's funny is um, the what is it? The Super Mario uh, Brothers Advanced Four. The one with uh, Super Mario Brothers Three is still over $20, 25 dollars. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Really?
2: Yeah.
0: Considering yeah, the amount good. of places you can get that game now, well, I mean, just a port of the Mario again Starz and again game,
4: and again. Yeah. For one, it's Mario. For two, it's GameStop pricing, so they have a whole other tier of what oh. how Yeah, that's that.
2: true.
1: That's true. Let's look on Amazon.
4: Mm. Uh, um, let's see. Oh, go ahead, John. Sorry. Uh, other than that, um, Chrono Trigger. Uh, it's Ooh, a- it yeah. actually is yep. under twenty twenty-five. Yeah. If
3: you haven't it played now? it, I uh, yeah, thought it was places. still up thirty-five forty. Oh no! It, Maybe not forty, but like thirty-five for sure. I've seen it on for sale TV. for twenty dollars. So I've actually seen well, it on
4: sale for go. lower
0: than that. Man, that's a good that's a good spread. I forgot about Chrono Trigger being. If you haven't played it, you should. I did. It was. Wonderful. I was. It
3: was the first thing I thought of. I just didn't get to say it because you got me yeah. on about <laughs> HSR there.
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, well, what last audience participation question for this week from Jen Town, who I believe is my wife, who has <laughs> for some reason decided nah. to actually sign up in the forums and post a question. When you were a kid, what did you think your life would be like at the age you are now? Ben, I think you've got some practice with this question. What's, what's your response? Uh,
1: my response last time is that I currently don't know what my life wants to be right now. But, um... I don't know. I have always wanted to be something creative, and I think I'm still pursuing that. If not, sort of overdoing it with uh, being too creative, and therefore never getting anything <laughs> done because I keep ADDing all over the place.
0: Just creating.
1: Well, not really. It's like I get to the I get to the point where I want to start creating something, and then I think of something else I want to do, so I never get anything done.
0: Not finishing, just creating. Fin- well,
4: you you got to get a whiteboard and a checklist.
1: Yes. <laughs> I do. I have a whiteboard, just in no a checklist,
0: <laughs> and no markers. That's on the checklist, though. Yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> see. Let's right go, Kevin. You got one for this? Where did you think you'd be when you were a little dude?
3: I figured I'd either be tremendously, incredibly successful, or I'd be in jail.
0: Wow, you really, <laughs> I, I really, honestly, as a kid, like, you had a real back and forth there. Well, because
3: all my friends were like, "You're so weird. You're such a weird kid," and I was a weird kid. And as far as I knew, all the weird people um, that I could see were either celebrities or they were, like, thieves and murderers and arrested and stuff.
2: (laughs) Wow.
0: So, So, considering where you are now, do you feel good, bad, considering what you were as a kid? I feel closer to
3: success than I do to jail. Let's put it that way.
4: So, the question is, is, why aren't more celebrities in jail? Because it
3: sounds like it would be around the same... uh, all it's easy mine. for them to
0: get out from what I can see. Free wheezy.
3: The Weezy. cops only have so many resources, guys. You know, they can't arrest can you, every celebrity.
0: There's not a jail big enough for Lindsay Lohan right now. They just can't <laughs> contain her. So alright, John? Where it's a little John. Little John. Who does she
4: think you were?
1: Little John. What? Sorry. What? <clears throat> okay. okay.
4: Well when I was uh when I was younger, I, I guess my parents had certain aspirations for me. So but what were your aspirations, John? My aspirations. I just wanted to I don't know, I just kinda of wanted to, to, play to, Super to explore the world. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. Just wanted to okay. explore the world, so Alright.
0: And and you yeah. do that every day in Minecraft with me.
4: Uh yeah. <laughs> um, I, I thought I thought I would well I really just wanted to have uh, fun with a lot of friends. And um I, that's funny, but when I, when I said something, when I said that to the, to the extent that my aspirations when I was young was, was based off my parents, it, it's kind of all I knew because I looked to my parents. So a lot of yeah. it was, oh, you're going to be a doctor, and you're going to have two kids, and you're going to you know, have a 2.5 kids mortgage.
0: and a golden retriever yeah. and uh, some good insurance and a, nuclear and, a, family. and a boat.
4: yeah, The American cool. dream. Yeah, and be, go to church every Sunday and sit in the And weekend. a barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue yeah. You know, every gonna, day. Go to Everything. the
2: local cafeteria
0: right after Sunday service, that kind of thing. So, <laughs> wow. So let's see if I can remember what mine was originally. I think when I was really little, it was it was the it was the kind of dumb things that all little kids. I'm going to be an astronaut, I'm gonna be a fireman, you know those sorts of things.
3: <laughs> I think when Before I got to my dreams are crushed.
0: Right, <laughs> so I got into like my my tweens. I think it was I knew that I wanted to go to to college. Um, and I wanted to go to school because I, I think I had seen enough Saved by the Bell the college years where I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> it's basically just like high school, which looks awesome based on Saved by the Bell. And I also wanted my name to be Zach. I think at some point I was going to try and rename my name to Zach because I thought that was just the coolest like name ever. Zach
1: attack.
0: Yeah, um, but I, uh, I I knew I wanted to go to college. And um, as I got older and I got to my high school, I think that was still just go to college and I think that was about the, it for the aspirations, go to college. <laughs> Question mark? Profit.
4: <sighs> I really didn't know about college until I was like in sixth or seventh grade. Oh, I, I
0: don't know. why TV or my parents' influence. All I knew is that that was something I, I wanted to do and and I knew I would go there and do that and... I did, and I played a lot of Diablo 2 and a lot of uh, World of Warcraft, <laughs> and downloaded a lot of songs on. It wasn't Napster; Napster just died at the time. I think it was uh, Audio
3: Galaxy. Audio Galaxy. What's uh, one of the yeah. best services?
0: Because you use the website, so you could With
3: the use the website button, anywhere. Yeah, that was and great. And then the you client could... would get it. Oh, yeah.
0: So you could have it on your computer at home, and you'd be on campus, and you think of a, some song you want to download, and you just go into the website, and t- oh man. Audio Galaxy. I wonder if it's still around. This is if Liz was here. Oh, I I forgot. I wrote that down in the notes. Everyone else is like, Where's Liz? Okay, so (laughs) Liz is going to be out for the next two weeks, which is both Super Metroid shows. She is in the midst of midterms again. I think she's on a quarter system. She she has a lot of midterms, I remember from being in a quarter system myself. So uh, she's going to be out for a bit. She needs to catch up some school. So best of luck to Liz getting school done. And we are. Eagerly anticipating you looking things up like this for us when you come back, but knowing Liz, I don't think she's going to listen to these, so say whatever <laughs> you want. Audio Galaxy, let's see. Oh, it's still around. I don't know what it is now, but it's still around. Okay. Anyway. Your
3: music, your playlists hit play from anywhere. Yeah. A new cloud music player puts your blah, 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 no syncing, no copying, no uploading. So
0: that is questions for this week, but we uh we actually still have a little bit of time left for the beginning of the show here. So what I'm gonna do is we're gonna actually take a short break and then we're gonna get into some uh what you've been up to, that kind of fun stuff for a little bit. And uh hold on to your butts. It's gonna be I got some exciting things to talk about involving mini golf. Stay Whoa. tuned.
3: <laughs> so excited.
0: No, I'm serious. Just just wait. <laughs>
5: I fought Ridley in the Space Colony with everything I had, and I think I did rather well for a fight I was supposed to lose. Hello everybody, this is Charlie with Audio Candy. Since this week's podcast is about our Super Metroid game club, I've been busy immersing myself in the game for the first time ever. Now I'm muddling through Zebus without a guide, mostly because my friend said I would need one. And yes, I'm sure there are plenty of things I'm missing, but after a few happy accidents, I'm very much in the habit of shooting every wall, floor, and ceiling I come across. I don't like the idea of a game in which you need a guide, and I'm happy this doesn't seem to be one of them. I'm figuring things out in my own time, but I'm definitely figuring things out on my own. The beginning of the game was definitely creepy, and when the enemies finally arrived, it was kind of a relief. I got the hang of side-scrolling shooters from playing Cave Story, so keeping myself alive didn't take long to master. I haven't actually died yet, but I came pretty close during the fight with Kraid. The music is doing a superb job of setting the tone. I've gotta get back to the game since I'm a little behind, but here is Metroid Metal with their rendition of the opening. It seemed appropriate.
0: Welcome back to whatever awesome thing you just listened to. You're on the Fangamer Podcast. <laughs> oh, man, we should do bumpers again. I was just listening to the uh, the Nerdy, Nerdy Show one, the yeah. George McFly one. Yeah. It came up on my iTunes because when you were here editing, <laughs> it was just in there. I was like, oh, man, that's a good time to put some more bumpers up. Anyway, my digression, sorry. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of what you've been up to since last time the show happened and, and you've been on. My quick one here that I want to talk about is mini golf and what I, would, I like to call Smash Putt. Have you guys heard of this here in Portland? <laughs> no. So there's this thing that have the two-player production guys... Them? It does have to do with that, okay, right, but it has more to do with power tools, art, and mini-golf than it does with the booze part, although there was okay. booze there. So, I have seen pictures of this, I think. Yeah, so the two-player productions guys... uh Uh, I think one of the Paul, Paul Levering had his girlfriend in town. He wanted to take her to cool Portland stuff. And so he, he told us beforehand that there's this cool thing they do for like a month here in Portland called smash putt, where that's like this warehouse in downtown Portland where they have all these incredibly complex or crazy versions of your typical putt putt, your mini putt golf. So like, you know, you have like the loop one right like we have to hit the ball through in a like loop and mm-hmm. it's just one loop. Right. they have like an evil knievel version where it's like two huge loops so you really gotta like <laughs> hit it super hard and then it's <laughs> got to go into another loop to get into the hole and uh it's pretty difficult but i mean to, to frame the experience when you show up first they you have they check your id because it's a it's you know your, your alcohol license, beverages serve yeah. yeah and you must uh, re- they give you this whole spiel about um, how you uh, cannot sue them if you hurt yourself here. <laughs> and that is at the entrance. So they go into this big old thing about, uh, yeah, so if something were to happen to you, you agree by coming in here that you cannot sue us. And I'm like, wow, okay. Exactly. So you go in. Yes, so you, you don't have to sign the word, just You have to agree to that verbally before you go in. Uh, you go up to the bar. You get your beer. They give you a, a, a putter and they explain that there's really no. You know, this hole first, you can do whatever you want. Um, just, you know, be courteous to the other people because it's pretty crowded. It's a little bit, it's kind of got that bar atmosphere, lower light, but it's kind of a warehouse. Anyway, so the, the different holes, right? The first one we came to was an infinity loop. So the symbol for infinity, like a figure <laughs> eight. And the hole is kind of at the end, and so you kind of have to hit it without going back down the the loop, which was that wow. eh, was kind of cool. The next one was a, a ski ball. They literally took a ski ball machine and then hooked it up to, like, a green for, like, a, a putt-putt. <laughs> and your strokes was based on which of the different ski ball holes you got it into. So if you got it, like, into the center <laughs> one, it was like a hole-in-one, even if it took you, like, six tries to get in there. Um, wow. the, some of the more cool ones, there was a frogger one downstairs where like there was actual logs with frogs on them that moved and you had to putt past Whoa. them. There was one that was an actual, um, like a, a, a maze. that was like a really big circle, like a wheel that was about as big as a uh, you know, five feet across and you drop your ball on the top and you try and turn the whole maze to navigate it and try and get to the center. If you get to the center, it's a hole in one, but there's obstacles that you can fall out of and, and that's the, the par you'd get if you fall off early. Um, the One of the coolest ones or unusual ones, I would say, is a scratch and sniff hole. <laughs> so uh, there's like a big board that you spin, and on it has um, different like big old stickers, you know. And uh, you scratch the sticker on where it stops on the bottom. And whatever it smells like, on the other side of you, there's like eight different holes that have pictures of things. And so you smell the smell, and you, based on what you think it is, you hit the ball into that hole. And if you choose the right one it gives you a whole one and if you don't it pops you out on the side and you have to put a little bit more So, some of the smells were like grape soda strawberries and then on the other side was like it looked like a camper or like an rv so i don't know what that one was supposed to smell like <laughs> uh, like propane was one of them that's what i got unfortunately so mm. that was a really cool idea and so every time it would be different because you'd spin the wheel and it would it would change some of the more uh mean ones were um there's a button you could push where you take a penalty but it would change the course like it would move the hole from where it was to the other side which was kind of mean so what? someone would get all the way there and so you'd hit a button and it would it would switch <laughs> or another one where like ramps would appear and so the ball might like fly into the air Is is this um, a traveling show or asking, something? Or... Or... No, it's only in Portland and it's only for like a month and a half out of the whole year that they do this and um the last one of the I don't know, interesting but kind of cool ones was if you guys remember at Chuck E. Cheese, there's that game where you have like an air cannon and you shoot these balls like at the different like yes. purple guys in the wall.
3: That's the pictures I saw was check out it's, this mini exactly, with the air it's cannon
0: like that, except for you're shooting golf balls in this enclosed space with like helmet and like glasses on <laughs> at different things like metal like symbols and all the things and and the goal <laughs> is to make noise. So it goes. The more noise you make, the more strokes you just take off. So if you have, like, five balls and if you can hit something that makes a really loud noise, you subtract strokes. So um, so it was really wow. fun, and it was fun to hang out with those guys. I think in the end, I was doing really good. I'm actually pretty good at putt-putt. Like, I, I did really well. And then I got to, like, this, I don't know what it was. There were some where I just, just screwed up really, and I got, like, nine or ten. But um, in the end, I think, uh, I think either Gee, Jan me or, on or, or the Paul's one. So. Yeah, I mean, after a couple drinks, I mean, I didn't really care who won at that <laughs> point, but it was really fun. So that was what I've been up to, playing that, So Portal 2. been Sending playing Has anyone here been playing? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, anyone
3: here been playing some Portal 2, Kevin, maybe? Oh, forget Portal 2. I was all up in the potatoes all weekend.
0: Oh, really? So the whole thing to try and unlock Portal 2 early, Because right?
3: first of all, I owned about four of the different games that were in the mm-hmm. sack, and then all of the games individually went down to half price. So I picked up Amnesia, I picked up Wonderful End of the World, I picked well, up you're. Just, the just, pick I just print. realized,
0: I know people like Jen won't have any clue what we're talking about. So what was the potato sack and what was the game? What happened was here? on
3: April Fool's Day this year, um, Valve put the potato sack, it was a collection of 13 different indie games, uh, up for sale on Steam. And it was like, you know, 75% off, get a pile of games, get a hat in Team Fortress. So a bunch of people bought that, and there were some things in the games, like Super Meat Boy turned into Super Potato Boy for the day. (laughs) So everybody went, ha, 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 oh, that's really funny, they did like a potato thing. But then, you know, a few days later, the potato things hadn't gone away. And then other weird things started to happen. When you played Audio Surf, no matter what song you picked, it's a game where you pick a song and play the track. Um, Like
0: Amplitude back in the day.
3: Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it would go to a song from Portal that was like a remix of GLaDOS quotes. And GLaDOS (laughs) was invading the games and like talking to people and saying, You picked the wrong song. I'm going to pick the correct song for you now. (laughs) And so so very gradually people started... I don't know if you remember um, around this time last year, March 2010-ish, they changed the ending and parts in the middle of the original Portal.
0: Oh, I remember that, but I never actually went through to see what they
2: changed.
3: Yeah, they changed the ending, they put radios into every level, and you could get radio signals, and then the radio signals downloaded MP3s, which had, like, scan TV stuff. Like, there's all kinds of technical jury-evokery. And so, um, it was sort of like the I Love Bees thing from Halo hmm. 2. And it the turned Halo out that, marketing thing. as we put the clues together uh, in each of the individual games from this independent... Potato sack deal. Gradually, this crazy story where if we played the games, or at least left them idling on our computers, they would release Portal 2 faster. And it was like a spoof of Folding at Home, which is that old uh, distributed computer power to thing. Help, like, help figure out alien yeah, life. Or except cure instead cancer. of finding aliens and curing cancer, we were helping release a video game early. <laughs> so wait, in the end, did it actually come out any it earlier? It did. It wasn't supposed to come out until Tuesday morning at uh, like 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 Pacific. And we wound up releasing it the night before Monday night at about 12.30. And that really worked out well for me because I had worked the next morning and I wasn't sure I was going to be able to survive sitting at my desk the whole day being like, I gotta flip Portal, I gotta flip Portal. <laughs> and so this way I got to play some Portal, then go to work as a satisfied and productive worker. And then go home and play some more Portal. Good
0: times, good times. But, like,
3: apparently some of the people who did, like, the most work on the game, the metagame there, actually got uh, abducted, quote-unquote. And they went to Valve headquarters, and they were playing Portal 2, like, the Saturday night before. What? So, it was also, like, a contest, too, yeah. Wow. Valve is pretty cool about that kind of stuff. Actually,
4: did you hear about how the the fans reacted to... uh... So you hear about how they reacted to the whole potato sack and no. how they affected the reviews?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got like a forty three percent on Metacritic right now. Portal oh. two
4: because of that. Well, what happened was Partly a number of fans of were pretty bummed out. Like, oh, we didn't get more about the potato sack, and oh, how they were complaining about downloadable um, how downloadable options aren't good. Yeah, Lots it's got the same lying about the game's length, all that kind of stuff, and they're just attacking Valve through the Metacritic.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's got, um, I've played the game for at least eight hours, and I'm still playing it. Like, there's the co-op stuff, I went back to get achievements, uh, there is a shop for you can buy hats for your robots in co-op mode, just like you can buy hats <laughs> in Team Fortress, but you don't have to, nobody's forcing you to spend more money than you spent initially on the game.
4: Yeah, and it's and, not, it's not pertinent to gameplay or required to be the game at all, it's just a fluff item. Hmm.
0: I just got it today, and so I started playing it on PS3. The nice thing is, it also comes with a Steam version for free. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know for free. Well, it's probably worked into the price somewhere there.
3: I think but... you paid an extra ten bucks for your copy.
0: Yeah, something like that. Right. So, um, which is nice because I really did want to play it on console, but having the Steam version is nice for all you know, the online stuff, and so that was pretty cool. But you can do all I... the
3: online stuff with your PS3. You and me could play. I can be on my computer. Oh, really? And you can be on PS3. Yeah. Apparently, what? there's integration for that. Yeah. It, 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 it's pretty, yeah, it's a cross
0: platform uh, out There's a lot of Steam uh, stuff integrated into PS3 now, Ben. Man. Welcome to
1: the club, buddy. My whole attitude yeah. about this dumb game just changed. About Portal itself. No, no, no. I love the original Portal, but I was sitting here and it's like, my computer sucks. I'm just going to pretend like I oh. don't want to play this game. And here we are. It's on PS3, and apparently I can play with people on PC. What?
3: Absolutely. Yeah, and Mac. Yep. And uh, Xbox 360. Uh, I'm All sorry, we can't do this We can't do this totally podcast. I'm gonna be <laughs> Ben's got to leave now. Oh, I'm going. <laughs>
1: Actually, I'm right.
3: not sure 5, about the Xbox 360 yet. So. I, I'm pretty sure Xbox 360. Maybe not yet, so, but I'm pretty sure they're integrating.
1: So are they going to do that, or have they done that for, like, TF2 and stuff, too? Oh, no,
3: the God, okay. This is it so far. Do you but... want to play TF2 with console gamers? Really? I
1: mean, I can't really play yeah, it. Yeah, I'll answer that for you. <laughs> so, no, you do it opens <laughs> up the
0: potential of people you can kill, though, why not?
3: Do you, because do you want to hear, ah, you're super lame. and an idiot. I don't know. I mute
0: everyone anyway when I play co-op <laughs> or, or when I play multiplayer games. I don't know what anyone's saying ever. So that's me. But um, anyway, we're starting to ring short sure here on time. Ben, what have you been up to, man? What are you doing? Any good stuff? Well, Playing some games? I want to go
1: buy a portal. Um, I, spent, <laughs> I was going to go play the original Metroid. Today because we were playing Super Metroid, we'll get into that mm, later. Hardcore. Like, yeah, this will be this will be an educational experience. So I started playing the original Metroid, and mm-hmm. I was like, no
3: game. automatic mapping training you. Yeah, how's, how's that? that? Where Starting am I right now? Starting you out with
1: like thirty health out of like your one hundred, and then expecting mm-hmm. you to get through this long room it's full hard. of like, loopy dudes—that's a dumb well, game. You should I just play zero, zero should. Yeah, play, you should zero play zero zero, zero mission.
0: I should. I Remake for what system? GB? Uh, game Boy Advance.
1: Yeah, I do. I don't think I can get through the NES one though. I'm not that hardcore. Anyway, I was going to play that, but I got like 30 minutes in, and then I decided to play Pilot Wings for a few hours with my brother.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, Super Nintendo. Super Pilot Nintendo Wings? Pilot Wings oh, with okay. my brother.
1: We used to play that wow. back and forth a lot as a kid. And like, he came home in the middle of me playing Metroid, and I was just like, "Screw this game!" And we popped on a uh, Pilot Wings and tried to get through the levels, and we couldn't do it.
0: So we comparing had a challenge to 3DS.
1: Oh God, it's so much better. Like <laughs> okay. me and my brother were just going back and forth. I like, know you're going to say that. Our rule yeah. is that we needed to, um, we needed to get like the bonus stage each round, or else it didn't count. And oh yeah,
2: it was just it was
1: really fun.
0: John agrees. John, what have you been up to? Maybe well, some Minecraft.
4: I have been up Aww. to some Minecraft. I've mainly a little been uh, scanning a tons of textures, so my gaming has been very sparse as of recent. <laughs> You can say right now I'm playing Super Metroid as we speak,
1: so. <laughs> well, yeah, John.
0: Well, I know that, John, you've been playing a lot of uh, Minecraft because I started this, like, Minecraft game night with some of my friends on my server, and I enjoy. I invited John on last week. And, I mean, I know the town is called Garatopolis, but, I mean, really, <laughs> the secret underhand godfather is John. He is the one who created the city walls, who made everyone's houses gorgeous, um, all I've done to contribute is, uh, I would, I started an underground farm and then John made it a, uh, a, a, I don't know, amazing, like a greenhouse down there, a uh, bakeries down there now. Um, <laughs> we spent the greater part of the <laughs> afternoon installing, um, <laughs> um, from the spawn point, like a rail system oh, to yeah, the main town, because yeah. it's literally like a, a walk, like almost like a 10 minute walk from the spawn. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. So the 1.5 patch came out from Minecraft, and so we there's the booster uh, rails. I don't know if you guys have seen those yet. So it's to help propel. With redstone on them, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a normal rail, but it actually propels the cart forward. So you don't have to do any of that crap before like making it go up and down and stuff. So uh, an actual rail that powers it and makes it go forward a bit. So I think we spent about, I don't know, we started around noon. And we played, I don't know, for at least two or three hours building this track, and the problem was that in order to test it, you'd have to go all the way back to the beginning to see how far you got and then see what screwed up. And I think I took about 15 trial runs at that thing mm-hmm. before I finally made it all the way to the end. We had several Al-Qaeda creeper attacks that we had to rebuild well, the track. Crazy, yeah. We had zombies <laughs> spawning on the middle because I didn't actually put lights up on the track in several points. Um, it, was, uh, it was good times. But John, so, you're like... Just a sec.
4: Hey, hush. Um.
0: That, Sorry, uh, but John, Minecraft. you're like really good at Minecraft. Tell people about how you got good at Minecraft. Well,
4: I just kind of started messing around with stuff that how I wanted, um, how I really wanted to start building, um, uh, it's mainly like the houses. I really, I really like getting into that and just making furniture and, or miscellaneous kinds of items, um. And then but, I, I was, like, building houses, and... But,
0: like, you make, you, like, I don't know, like, the, that you made, like, things that look like a refrigerator. Oh, <laughs>
4: like, st- stuff stuff like that is just kind but of... What is that made out of? Because it really does look like a refrigerator. What is it made out of? Um, it's the, when you place nine pieces of iron, it's, a like, a solid ingot. Oh, the
0: storage block for the, yeah. for iron. Okay.
4: Yeah, so there's that, and then you add a button to it. Uh, which makes it look like a handle.
0: A stone button on the front of it, which was like the handle of the yeah. refrigerator. Okay, and then you can, make, you can make
4: couches where you use the wooden stairs, and you put a sign on each side to kind of look like handles on the couch. <laughs> the arm of the couch. Yeah. And um, then... Uh, then you, oh, your you, you use a lot. Yeah, use a lot of half-locks to kind of create a, a counter space or to create... Um,
0: Make John's it, a Minecraft yeah. interior decorator. He could be on Home Garden Network. Like Bob Minecraft is... Exactly. You know what I
3: do in Minecraft? I, like, I find the side of a hill that has a bit of a hole in it, and then I'm just like, I'll hollow this out. And that's my shelter. You and, make a hobbit uh, cave. Yeah, no, I just... And then, like, oh, there's a wolf, I guess I'll tame it. And then I stop playing for another month. <laughs> I don't know when what? the last time I played Minecraft is, seriously. One
1: thing I'm curious about you, um you guys' history of Minecraft multiplayer like, do you find that, like, having the monsters on, like, really detracts from that experience? Because I really like having them on in, like, single player, but I imagine, like, if you're, like, working on group projects, and, like, you get attacked by zombies, like, I would personally like that and find it fun, but I feel a lot of people would just be like, man, I just want to
2: build.
0: Oh, I like it, despite me cursing constantly <laughs> in the chat about creeper attacks. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I have a. I really do enjoy because it uh, keeps things yeah. like honest or fresh. Like if mm-hmm. you do something that's dumb, you get called out on. Like when I built the whole track without <laughs> any lights, zombies yeah. spawned on top of it. Actually,
4: at one point at the very final part of the track, three creepers were. I was like, "This this track is really <laughs> high above the ground." And I, I look, I look in front of me. I'm like, "What is that coming towards me?" Because there's no lights. It was a creeper, <laughs> yeah. and I like bow and arrowed it. Then another one. Killed it. And then another one on the track was walking, looking at me. It was... A row. They were just checking it, it out. Crazy. Like, what is this? Yeah. This is pretty sweet up here. I don't know if uh, rails rail is now here. attractive,
3: but
0: hey. Yeah. Anyway. The worst so.
3: is it takes, what, five arrows to kill a creeper? Uh, five or six. Around I, I think it's five. Anyway, however many it is, if it's five, um, three creepers attacked me, and I had 14 arrows. Oh, no. So I killed the first one, killed the second one, almost killed the third one, went up to punch him, and he exploded
0: face Mm, and then the arrows are gone
3: and then i stopped playing for a month
0: (laughs) (laughs) creeper rage quit very nice all right well let's uh let's take another break here we'll get into some segments and then into the show topic
4: welcome to fangamer news this week we have garrett
0: yeah that's weird i guess now that i think about it (laughs) (laughs) i was like why are we introducing me i'm always oh yeah (laughs) i don't do fangamer news liz is uh as we said earlier in the podcast liz is out doing uh midterms she's taking a break for two weeks to do homework and all that good stuff so i have stepped in to try and facilitate a successful fangamer news so this will be a a win-win-win not just a win-win who else is with us john
4: we have reed young from tucson arizona howdy
0: How's the weather down there in Tucson, Arizona? Hot?
6: Friggin' beautiful, man. It's been 85 for, like, the past, I don't know how many weeks, and it will be 85 for at least another week. I think wow. I think we're going to be getting into regular 90s, 95s really soon now, so. You're
0: probably around, like, flip-flops.
6: Oh, yeah, I've been wearing flip-flops for the past month. Dude,
0: that's crazy. I had, like, some biome Minecraft-like weather today. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it was it was hailing, and I literally, I'm at the dog park, and I literally walked to the other side of the dog park, which is, like, 20 feet. Sunny. Just like in Minecraft where you're right in Holy between trap. the weathers and you can go like back and forth and see it. Yeah. Same thing. That's crazy. But let's talk let's talk news guys. So what's, what's Fan fangamer up to right now? What's uh what are some things maybe coming up product wise?
4: Well what we're doing a lot recently is uh over the last month we've had a lot of uh product ideas and I, I honestly don't have time to do them all. And um there are certain kind of styles of art that I can't do So I've actually been reaching out to a number of uh, Really talented artists uh, to do collaborations mm. And uh, We have at least a half dozen artists Who are working on things uh, overall
0: uh, Artist collaboration is always very exciting John, yeah. always exciting Who are maybe some of the people we're thinking about working with Or, or have contacted
4: uh, We have been uh, working with uh, Just to name, name a few, uh, Josh Meerman yes. uh, And actually this is pretty much ready to go, right? Like We're going to be putting this thing in the store soon uh yeah actually it's i think he's finishing up the next uh, day or so which today is thursday before the podcast so uh we have josh meerman uh we have uh, a longtime fan gamer fan uh carrie fry and she's working on uh, a piece for us and possibly pieces and on top of that oh yeah ashley davis uh, I, I, I've been uh, back and forth in talks with Ash- Ashley Davis, and uh, she's also been working on stuff as well, which is awesome.
6: Well, and Ashley Davis, she is the uh, girl responsible for Once Upon a Pixel, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Now, wait, does she do that with, like, is she involved with the Hey Ash, what you playing? Because I, I'm, I'm not, I'm kind of confused there.
4: Ashley is um, Ashley Davis is married to um, Anthony Birch. Uh, who um, Anthony's sister is Ashley Birch. And Anthony and Ashley do Hey Ash, what you Plan? which is featured
6: on Game Trailers and uh, Destructoid. Oh, so there's two Ashley. Okay, that's why it's so confusing. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. So, and they they all work together. Uh,
4: they all three work on um, uh, Hey Ash, and I believe uh, Anthony and Ashley work on Once Upon a Pixel. Awesome.
2: Okay.
0: And so, besides, are, are there other artist collaborations we want to spoil? Uh,
4: not yet. I, um, I'm trying to solidify uh, a few of them uh, to kind of get ideas down
6: and get things going, but uh, we do have a, num- a uh, number more that uh, we're going to be yeah, doing. We, we've got a pretty good lineup going. And I can spoil a uh, an artist we have worked with in the past who is going to be coming back for another round. Uh, Ice5, who has done our plushies in the past, she is, uh, we're getting ready to start up another one. We don't know what it is yet, but uh, it's gonna be awesome.
0: As always, so in the past, Ice Five has done what plushies? First, done the new plushies. Yes, the nuisance, the nuisance plushies mm-hmm. and nuisance.
6: Uh, the tend or the gummy, the gummy plushies, which were inspired by the ten dozen earthbound. Mm-hmm.
0: So, if you have either of those, you know, as always with the plushies, there ends up being a kind of small run. So make sure that uh, if that's something you're interested in. Start saving up your pennies now and uh, get ready because. Uh, next couple months, hopefully. You'll hear more from us. Uh, so, what else we got? Any events coming up? Anywhere people can expect to uh, enjoy or maybe possibly uh, work with us in fun things like, I don't know, fan fests or conventions or, I don't know, marathons?
6: What, what, marathon? Let, what? Me, let me tell you more. Uh, it seems to be kind of a Metroid season right now, which is propitious. <laughs> uh Because you guys, like the community just voted to do uh, Super Metroid for Game Club, which is awesome because it was the best game yes, of the lot. by far. Yes, it
0: is. We, we gonna, we're about to go on all about it here in a, in a little bit as people will hear on the podcast. So. Excellent. Very exciting.
6: Um, but yeah, the Speed Gamers are actually going to be doing a, a marathon of Metroid on uh, May 6th through the 9th. And we're going to be supporting them with some Metroid-inspired merchandise. And, uh, John, I'll let you take it away because you are the biggest Metroid fan I have ever met. And oh, as,
0: they're, as they're going to hear more about John's awesome right. skills uh, for, for 45 minutes. But uh, talk,
4: <laughs> well, talk about the merch.
0: People blow that way out of proportion. I, I love Metroid. No. I, I can't
4: I can't deny it, But
0: Okay, wait, wait. D- d- spoilers for the podcast, folks while you listen to it john plays metroid and ha- wasn't caught up to to us with where we were he hadn't played yet and he catches up by the end of the podcast <laughs> and exceeds where we're supposed to be by the time we finish the podcast so just saying real yeah, talk i
6: remember i talked to john once he's like oh sorry i had to beat metroid real quick i was like wait what when did you start playing it was just like an hour ago i was like dude what <laughs>
0: Said to see this one part. Make sure it was still the same. Yeah. <laughs> so, John, but obviously okay. you've you've got a real familiarity with the game. Right. Talk about some of the ideas you're having.
4: Well, uh, one of the ideas, uh, one of the shirts we've had in the past, actually it was our first Metroid shirt, was Visor by Jonah Block, and we've been listening to a lot of fan feedback and a lot of uh, across the web about how uh, people want to see this design or you know what's holding them back from buying it. So. What we're doing is we're, we have the initial run, which is we're classifying as Visor Mark One, and we're doing a ref, uh, a new version of the Visor called Mark Two, that it, it it doesn't improve the design, but it takes the design in a different direction to uh, satisfy some of the the fans and what they want based off of uh, that element that it's inspired by, uh, it's and it looks cooler. Maybe it's a different direction, maybe a little more subtle. Uh, it is more subtle in some some ways, and... Uh, and it's more what, cool in others. And, <laughs> but one of the points is that it takes out the eyes that's behind the visor, because that was one of the things that people really uh, felt that was holding them back from purchasing it, and it has a little bit more of an ominous look uh, to it as well. So, uh, visor Mark II uh, will be okay. coming out. Uh, another design which... I don't. I'll go ahead and talk about it. It's it's yes! it's very close to my heart uh, because Aww, I've been working on it for so a while. Cool. It's so cool. It's if based you... on the scene from Indiana Jones where he pulls the guy's heart out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no. There's this one design I've been working on for a while. I've had a concept it actually since last uh, December, and I finally got to work on it. It, it was it was really hard because I was I was afraid when I worked on this that I would mess it up. Similar to the Mother Three Handbook, I. Was skeptical, but once I got into it, I I hit it out in about two nights. With illustration wise, if you have played Super Metroid, one of the most iconic pieces of music in the game is the is the lower Norfair music when you go to fight Ridley. It has this this epic march that had, and I really love that part of the game. And what was also great is the atmosphere changed to a series of all these ruins and all this, uh, this, uh... Oh, there's just iconography of an ancient culture just being ravaged by the space pirates and taken over. And I... That's one of the things I really loved about Metroid was there's there's this, there's this, uh, sentient culture that has been, uh, taken over. And I really wanted to make a shirt design based off of that. So, the shirt design we have coming up, I, um... It'll be pretty self-explanatory. You listen to that music in the lower North Fair, uh, North Fair, and you think of the phrase chozoglyph, You will understand. Um, That's the password that will open your mind's eye. Yeah. So, <laughs> and um, we definitely went all out on this design. There is a really intricate front design, and there's a really intricate back design. And so,
0: yeah. Not to spoil anything for people, but if you had to say. Other fan gamer shirt that's in the same vein of quality design or process. Does anything come close to
6: this? Maybe. I think it's an entirely different direction we're taking. Um, yeah, um, it, it's There's a lot more invested exciting. in this than the usual shirt. It's uh, it's a pretty heavy duty project. Yeah. Actually, what's been interesting is uh,
4: with that shirt, another shirt we'll talk about shortly. Uh, we've actually put so much design on the front and back design that the back design could solely be a shirt by itself. And it might possibly be later, but we're, we're, we're really trying to uh, kick it up in certain parts where it feels uh, very well invested. And if you're a Metroid fan, you absolutely have to get this shirt, so... yeah. Okay, and you mentioned another shirt. Um, it is Mario-based, but um, the wrap up on Metroid, there is going to be a pin set that's also going to be coming out, kind of our trifecta. And actually, this uh, Chozoglyph shirt will... It, it, it's it's to a point where it can also be used as a poster. We might not do it right away, but we'll eventually go do down the line. It's it just screams to be in multiple formats. So
0: that's what I think I said originally when I yeah. saw. I was like, "Oh, is that a sweet poster?" No, yeah, it's a shirt. Oh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so there. Uh, so that's in the Metroid stuff, and we actually have we, we're collaborating with uh, some of our artists who shall go in for right now with some other designs based off of the. There's the certain atmospheric parts of the game that just say Metroid across the series that people will it's just that vibe. And that we will hear more about. So
0: Yeah, so we talk a lot about yeah. atmosphere and detail and quality and mm-hmm. polish in this game. So I was, uh, yes. When you were talking about on. Lower
6: Norfair, I was I was about to be like, Dude, let me tell you all about my feelings on the game and I thought, no, they've probably done this already.
0: <laughs> yeah it was uh i think even at the end of the podcast we kind of have a, a moment where we realized we haven't really said anything negative so Did, maybe we should try and i hope think you of felt something. bad about it yeah not really <laughs> not so there
4: was one negative thing that i didn't
6: mention but i'll hold that for next week
0: yeah we, we have next week the, as well the fact it, that you that could that beat it half.
6: five minutes flat there is
4: well, there is a
0: shortcut a little bit <laughs> All right. So, wait. You again. You had mentioned another shirt. I know everyone's excited. What is this possible shirt you're talking? About? It's Mario shirt.
4: So the other Mario shirt that we have, um, it's it's such a solid. It's one of these things where it's it's just a solid idea that I'm surprised someone has someone hasn't done it yet. Uh, I kind of been very wary to uh, talk about it. Should I hold this off for next week, or do you think we should hold off until it's
6: closer to release? Release the hounds. Oh, you crap. I, was, I was digging for the, for the right, uh, Mister Burns. Boat. It's getting
0: real here on Fan Gamer News. Yeah, yeah I'm, in, I'm in goosebumps. So the Re- next shirt release,
6: release the auditory hounds. No visual hounds allowed. <laughs> so the next shirt that
4: we're doing, and uh, for anybody listening to this, this is uh, it's not this shirt has not been done before. This design has not been done. Um, and a part of Super Mario RPG, you're in Lands End. And you have to go up to a certain point on the cliff to get to Nimbus Land, uh, eventually. And one of the characters that are there is Sergeant Flutter, who is a paratroopa. And I was thinking, no one has done a Mario Shell Paratroopa logo parody. It fits so well. Even if you do it in the paratroopa style or if you do it in the old Air Force Wing style... And what's great is, this new shirt, uh, to help the Paratrooper shirt, will include both art styles. Uh, the wings straight out, and the wings screwed up. So. Damn yeah. And it's, uh, I would say it's on the level of uh, layout fonts to read, plus a little bit more. Because it actually has two variations of the crest that work together um, with the shirt uh, together. And, um. and, and we're having two color variations with that, to match with the colors of the shells themselves too
0: very nice I know that as soon as you mentioned L.E.T. that that is a fan favorite anything in that sort of vein I think uh, the fan gamer customer base and audience are, are big fans of so it should be very exciting uh, coming out in the next couple do we have? I think we have the timeline of the fan
4: fest maybe hopefully having around there it's actually been out I mean the design's been done for about a month right but I mean
0: in terms of us having it in people's hands that's what they want to know here John they want to know when can I wear it we're shooting for fan fest right sometime in in may and middle of may and may
4: well honestly i kind of want to release it earlier
6: but <laughs> reed has a certain kind of a window he wants to, to wow, release we've, it we've got we've got a plan you don't deviate from the plan eh? <laughs> you're a loose cannon i i want to cement this design i want to put my flag in the sand yeah well yeah. if you do it i'll give you cement shoes
4: oh that's good oh. i'll be able to kick some butt with some serious footweight. John's
0: got some serious calves. It probably wouldn't slow him down. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Bang Gamer News. Breaking news here.
4: 400-pound light press. Uh, you Not sim- a problem. Cement sim- shoes won't be an issue.
0: <laughs> so, is there anything else? I think we want Oh, were we going to maybe talk about some um,
6: mugs. items
0: that hold beverages
6: um, and have handles? Did I spoil uh, w- that one when I said mugs?
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, well, yeah. So That's okay, though.
6: We're, we're going to talk about one
4: particular mug. Uh this week it's called uh we're doing a restock of the e mug. We have been yes. going back and forth with our manufacturer who does every single ounce of this mug in the United States of
2: America. Yes. So, America. America yeah. America. <laughs>
4: and doesn't include any um dangerous chemicals on your mug like other other people do. <laughs> By local, folks. That's all we're saying. <laughs> well,
0: I guess I mean as long as you live in the U.S. And if you yeah. don't, then I guess you're already ex- okay. Never mind. It's not, <laughs> that's not. That's not. It's not working well. We have a lot of international customers. Yeah. I take it back.
4: So uh, we're we're gonna be redoing this mug. Uh, and actually, we've improved it. Uh, we have uh, the inside is now much more clean and smooth. And actually, the lip is a little bit more curved and a little less wide for those who want to use the mugs for drinking
0: beverages yes. of a variety of types. Yes. So not just coffee.
4: I, I think we got a note from uh, one of the people or one of the um, members of the Promet uh, who uh, got the mug and they're like I love this mug but it needs to be a little bit more uh, drinkable, I'm like. You know what? Take that in consideration, especially from the Promet.
6: So. Especially from the well, proto Well, coming man, from yeah. the man, you can imagine it being like, Dude, my lips are too big for this mug! <laughs> <laughs> Let's arm wrestle!
0: <laughs> Let's arm wrestle! <laughs>
2: uh,
0: we make them sound like they're like wrestlers or something like, Snap a door, Slim Oh yeah! Uh, uh, they, might, and you know, they,
6: they would probably do pretty well with Luchador masks. I think that they would go, probably would, would go would. well for them.
0: <laughs> Okay, so we'll save uh, more mug talk for next week then. Yeah. But the 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 E Tank mug people have been waiting for it to come back into mm-hmm. stock. There's a lot of people on the mailing list to hear about this. Over and... five hundred, I believe. Well no, so... we're pushing
6: six hundred now. We're only gonna have five hundred oh. bucks. So. Only...
0: <laughs> so when are we when are we gonna start firing the gun on this thing? When can people actually start placing orders? Or can or are they already?
6: Not yet. We're going to be, we still haven't figured out how we're going to do it, uh, but I think we're going to start sending emails out next week, and I think we're just going to do it staggered because, like I said, we've only got so many mugs, and they're going to be kind of trickling in over the next two months or so. So the first batch of 50, we'll email the first batch of 50 people in the mailing list. Then go to the next 50, etc.
2: Oh, wow.
6: Yeah. That's, that's, that's the fairest way we think to do it. Because if we release it into the store, they're just going to disappear. You
0: know You so. know what? So just, just to say aside here. So, okay, this is something that I thought was crazy, but it worked for them. So World of Warcraft has these things where you can have your character in the game printed off on a 3D printer. Right. And it's and when the service was introduced and they probably still do, I don't know, they didn't have enough to meet the demand of all the people who wanted it, right? So, they actually just did a contest for you to buy it. To <laughs> so buy. So, you entered the contest to give them money to buy it. And then you were randomly chosen from the people, and I was like, what?
2: How is
0: that? Is a- what? That's not a contest. And so, I was like, oh, so I win a free one. No, no. You win the right to pay $150 <laughs> actually I get one
6: we had to do that for camille Shark back when they first came. we out. did right yeah. so a lottery of some sort for maybe a portion of it something i don't know to we're gonna figure something out we just don't want to we don't want to release it and then the it's gotta be who fun signed up not be able to
0: get do it, something so. cool some sort of like geocaching thing. People have to go to Tucson, some tree, and find like a little <laughs> sticker note yeah. that then tells them to download a, a whole bunch of video games they, and then play them all, so it'll unlock the release date of Emug earlier. Then you email
4: ma- 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 us bag potatoes or something. So.
6: <laughs> or alternately, you could uh, you could climb up in a tree and make eagle noises and see if that uh, causes the Emugs to be released. Breaking sooner. fan
0: gamer news: Corgi puppies playing in the background. Oh, never mind. As soon as I say that, they stop playing. <laughs> but you'll hear them in the, the recording, because I'm not editing that out. I,
6: I was ready to cheer them on when they stopped.
0: <laughs> they get stage fright. They they think there's people watching them play, and that's what happens. All right, so we've gone on long enough here, I think. Well, I think that's a pretty good famous. Any, any last things to say here? John.
4: Uh, Good thing about the Emug, we are actually going to be doing a production uh, chain, so oh. we're going to try to get as many as we can, as fast as we can, as soon as we can. So... They'll keep coming as long as people keep wanting them.
0: So. All right, you heard it here, and that's Eva in the background, super excited about her mug because she wants one to drink waters out of. Eva mug on the ground. Eva mug. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, so here, here's something cool. Ben's gonna play after this, and then to the show topic.
6: Ba-doop, ba-doop.
5: Scott. Oh, hey, Mari. You look a little sad today. You want to talk about something? I I, I don't know, Mari. I've, I've got kind of a secret. Yeah, okay. Well, just let me know what it is, Scott. Well, I... I love video games and I love podcasts, and I I don't feel like I can choose between the two of them. Well, you don't have to choose. You can listen to the Fangamer podcast. It's a podcast about video games. It sounds perfect. You know what else is perfect? What is it? The Kiss and Tell cast. What's that? It's a podcast where you and I listen to people's secrets and talk about them. That sounds just exquisite. Sounds wonderful. It's awesome. Yeah. Sounds great. Yep. Check them out every Wednesday. I'm glad we had this talk. (laughs) I am too.
2: How's mm-hmm. Super
0: Metro
1: going, John? Where are you
0: at? Yeah, where you at, buddy? Crade.
1: Really? All right. Get out! That's are you serious? All right. Show topic. Game actually, Club. Actually, how long have we been Week one. Forty-five minutes. <laughs> Wait, what? Are you seriously at <laughs> Crade right now, yeah.
3: John? What? Actually, like, that does sound about right to me. Actually, it would take have me about seen an the hour. Have a number of speedruns or... runs in my time?
0: We haven't really recorded for an hour, though. We've only been no. doing it for. We've less been recording than for 40, forty minutes. Yeah, and
4: plus, I, I, I had to stop a few times. on talking with one of our collaborative artists, so.
1: <laughs> so it's <been> airing <laughs> like two and a half. half an hour. All, All right, podcast. that was this. That was the intro to the segment. Hi,
3: everybody. Game wow. Club.
0: We're playing 10K. Super Metroid for the Game Club.
1: Pretty halfway through. Some
0: the of spring. us are playing
3: Super Metroid better than others.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, John. Mm-hmm. Tell us as someone who's literally playing the game right now Mm -hmm. um what what does super metroid make you feel inside
4: i'm alone but i'm filled with ultimate chozoian bird powers
0: (laughs) so one of the things right off the bat that i noticed was with the very intro screen when it when it does the whole uh credits Super Metroid mm-hmm. 1994
1: 1990 this game is like four. almost
4: 18
0: years old guys
1: yeah holy crap it's ridiculous yeah. Yeah, actually, and it's
4: yeah it's it, so good still mm-hmm. it's one of those like, it's one of those things that um, I think uh, Cap uh, from the nerdy show said how it really s- started setting a mood for
1: yeah just he said it was like one of like the
2: first survival games, that games that
4: wanted to really pull an, uh, an evocative emotion out of you
2: yeah yeah
0: so, yeah, like, one of the things when I was taking notes while I was playing like, that it kept happening was I kept writing about atmosphere and mood and attention to detail. Mm-hmm. All these really small things they do that I, I thought just makes the game amazing. So, for example, the, the very intro section where you're on the space station and you have to escape and they put the timer up. And, and I'm like, holy crap, like, that's, that's something pretty intense to throw at someone at the very beginning of a yeah. game. But you don't really know if they know the buttons more or less, and then they do the, um, like the the background is like falling apart, and there's the and the, then like that the last scene. tower section,
3: yeah, and the last part, yeah.
0: the screen shifts and it makes harder for you to jump. And I just remember as a kid, I was like, this game is amazing. <laughs> what? How did they make the screen change like that? Which I'm sure is just, you know, it's just, it's just a gimmick. It's, it's just, just you know. mode
3: seven. I mean, right. yeah.
0: It's not super like when you know now that's like oh it was but then they were one of the first to implement it in, in such a really smart way so the you know mood atmosphere um, just the the very intro itself in fact that even goes back to in the forum thread something I thought was interesting
4: uh, I think it's like it's like it's like a good movie honestly because if you have a really good intro that's one of those things that will really last uh,
0: make a good first impression
4: exactly like I'm not gonna pull a. I guess a quick example is some James Bond movies that has a great intro, and then it kind of breaks for its credits, and then it gets into the real story. Mm-hmm. So,
0: uh, speaking of the intro, one of the things that, uh, from the forum thread, which if you're playing along with us, you should definitely participate in any thoughts, comments, cool things you're seeing about Super Metroid... Uh, post them in the forum thread on the Fangamer forums. Uh, Chaotic Lemming, who says he's been studying Japanese for four years, and he wanted to see how the intro of the game changed if you, you know, actually read the Japanese mm-hmm, instead. Mm-hmm. And so he says, this is his his translation of it. He says, I first learned the Metroid's existence during my battle on planet Zebes. Zebes? That's how I pronounce it, Zeebs. Zebes. Zebes? Uh,
4: I say
3: Zebes. Zebes. Zebes.
0: After that, I headed for planet SR388 in order to exterminate the Metroids. There, I captured the last living baby Metroid. Actually, it would be more correct to say that it followed me. It seems that since I was the first thing it saw, it took me for its mother. I brought the baby Metroid to the Space Colony Research Academy in the hope that its special characteristics could be put to use for future for the future of outer space, the research was progressing favorably. Then one day I suddenly received communications or communication from the colony. It was an emergency. So, dun, dun, I mean, so he sums it up saying that you get a lot more detail in the, um, the trend, the English version talking about yeah. space pirates, mother brain, the Metroids energy producing characteristics. And first up, thanks for that. Cave climbing—that's awesome. People That's who cool. do that sort of thing, I love. It reminds me of like the uh, something awful threads, or someone finds something cool, then mm-hmm. everyone else kind of builds upon it and does other cool That's stuff. The stuff with game it, so.
1: clubs for.
0: Yeah, <laughs> gold star, buddy.
1: <laughs> but no, like, thumbs up. That is really cool. And going back to like the basics of that, like I found it really cool in this game that it even allowed you to view the Japanese version. Like, did a lot of games back then do that? I don't recall that a whole lot.
4: Nope. Uh, I don't, yeah, it's it's pretty
0: rare.
4: So. Uh, it was kind of one of my first introductions to Japanese characters in a game.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there were, like, you could turn, like, the menus to Japanese. Like, that was about the extent of it that I remember. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so for this, maybe I should preface this, for this uh, edition of Game Club, we are going to talk about everything up into the wrecked ship portion, not that actual portion Of the game. We'll catch the rest of it uh, next week. So I'm looking at my notes here. Something I wanted to bring up. Um, So when you, you know, they set this, it's such a strong intro, Mm -hmm. right? When you Mm -hmm. arrive on the planet after escaping, it's a different world than you play for the rest of the game. It's quiet. Um, Oh, the atmosphere, yeah. Yeah. You're like Mm -hmm. disturbing the peace. Like there's no enemies. Yeah. Um, You kind of go through, and then all All of a sudden, sudden, you get them wall.
1: You go back into the room and, and like the dis- music cuts in. It's like space yeah. pirates everywhere. <sighs> or, or even before
0: that, like you. So you like. I said. I wrote down my notes like you've disturbed the morph ball. Mm-hmm. Like like Indiana Jones and yeah. he grabs the head <laughs> and it switches it with the sand. Like that's what I was picturing. But if you, I don't know if you guys noticed or have ever noticed when you go on the little oh, um, the eyes. Yeah, like the little yeah, thing the, that
1: lights you up, and then like all the little faces. The elevator
0: up. that l- that lifts you up as you lift up the mm-hmm. two like. Totems, turn in as you go up and look at you. And I'm just like, oh, and there's all those little things. I'm not even sure I noticed those when I was little first playing it, but, yeah. 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 But, uh, so I don't know, what do you guys think? In terms of mood setting, the beginning of this game is pretty oh, yeah. extraordinary. Uh, does anything catch your eye in terms of, I don't know, interest?
3: It's very effective, isn't it? It's like, it's sort of a creeping horror. Um, maybe yeah, more so the yeah. space station than the actual, um, you sort of, like you said, quiet and then suddenly loud. The other thing I noticed is there's sort of this this old familiarity to it. Like you've just escaped oh, you're from playing the
0: old Nintendo. If you parts yes, played too. the old Metroid, you, you remember run right that through where you get very
3: vividly. It's awesome. And then you run through that area and you've just escaped from another time bomb. You know, they're just putting you right back into it and you like it's been what 6 years since the original Metroid came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there was Return of Samus in the middle of that, but that was kind of different. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm
3: so you're you're like you're throwing back to it and you're like old school Metroid styles and then suddenly Space Pirate out of nowhere and those guys the first time I saw one of those dudes with the big insect head and the whatever the claws and lasers I was just like whoa I don't remember this from the original game
1: in that music (laughs) cue like when you walk into the room and suddenly bam Space Pirates like I find that this game has that a lot just excellent music cues and the music I think was done by Kenji Yamamoto and I don't know what else he's done aside from Metroid, but, like, this guy just has a taste for awesome music cues that really set the mood. Like, because, like, it, be it with that or, like, with boss fights where you just go into a room and suddenly BAM! This huge kick that just gets you right in the mood, and I really like that in this game.
0: So another thing, all in the same sort of ambiance that I I don't know that okay. I really noticed as much, is in, in Brinstar, when you're kind of near the bottom left room... There's those enemies that actually emit light, mm-hmm. and if you kill them all, you can't see anything in the room. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's Whoops. just such subtle little things like that. That that attention to detail. That it not you. Know, you've kind of got the platform idea down at that point, and then they change it up just a little bit. Like oh, well now you really can't kill these guys. You kind of have to dodge them. Um, and like Ben was saying, like the way they tie in music to those p- parts. Like as soon as you start transitioning into, I think it's Norfair or. It's kind of that in-between area where they have that, like, purple pulsing column. Oh, yeah. And as soon as you come in, like, the music, like, times just with the mm-hmm. pulsing of the column. And it really sets this mood that, like, like, like Kevin was saying, like, it reminds me of now, kind of like your Resident Evil or your horror games that they're trying. Or, um, like, a Dead Space, maybe, where they're setting this ambiance based on the visuals. Yeah. And it, even later on, when you get to the first boss fight with um, uh, Kraid you actually see the um, that dead body. Oh, of the, my oh God! Yeah, it's kind of got yeah. The <laughs> who is that guy? Like,
1: Yeah, who is like, he? You walk up, and he's <laughs> just covered with bugs, and as you approach him, the bugs scurry away. Yeah. And like, holy <laughs> crap. And, like, it's this game. Yeah. Like, playing this. Like, I never realized that before. I never really got that far in this game when I played before. But, like, with games like this, how can people say that Nintendo are, like, super family-friendly and kiddy? This game is violent as Well, it's still pretty
3: subtle, well, though. Well, yeah. There's no flood, subtle. there's no real... Like, when you get hit, you just flash, there's no breakage. Oh, yeah, but it's, um,
1: it's still got that very unfamily-friendly atmosphere and vibe to it. Where, like, where else would you see a guy getting eaten by bugs? I mean, it's it's not, like, E for everyone.
4: No, uh, I think... Uh, what was it rated originally?
0: It wasn't. They didn't have two, the right? ESRB
3: even at the time. Oh, right. The ESRB yeah, didn't get there until about 95-ish, and not everybody got on board right away. At the yeah. time, um, they would have rated it either T for teen, but I don't think it is a T. Like I think now it would get an E ten plus. In fact, I can probably check that because the Wii version probably got rated. But at the probably, time, it, I remember Earth got rated
4: uh, it was E. It's like one of the first ones. Actually,
0: it was K for A. So, K for A. Actually, it was
3: K to A. Yeah. yeah.
4: Now that I I I
0: realize, so has everyone here actually? Played through and beaten this before. No. I know John, Kevin, probably yep. Ben. Yeah. No, I I never... have never. You played through all Super Metroid and no, beat it. No,
1: I've never gotten oh, past Craig. So I like I've beaten crate but then oh I got my completely gosh.
3: lost.
0: Okay, excellent. So we will have at least one newbie yeah. to the
4: show. So I got be it. Good.
3: It, it is rated E for everyone with a content descriptor for mild violence.
4: Hmm. Mild space. What? <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, like, yeah. Do you get eaten by bugs, well, they do like, a lot. It's no through... worse than Star Wars. I mean, what's that rated PG? Well, even you know? that,
0: like, they're it's a lot through um, they uh, intuition. Like, they're showing you something, but not throwing it in your yeah. face. Mm-hmm. Right? Like they're te- you get the idea that something horrible happened here at the space station. You see a couple bodies just laying down, but you don't know the terror that they saw when the baby Metroid and this, right. in this uh, right. and
3: Ridley showed up. You know. Well, you do sort of when Ridley shows up. But. That's, that's why you read the comics.
0: So wait, there's so did someone official comics come out? Oh yeah. And then for those, did they fill in the gaps?
4: Yeah, they fill especially uh, they fill the gaps in uh, even prior to Metroid One. Uh, these are these are official comics uh, released by Nintendo. So it's it's really cool to see a lot of the backstory and understand um, Mother
3: Brain's role, where she came from, that kind of stuff.
0: I don't I, think that I've known that much about the canon of Super Metro other than the games themselves. I
3: don't think the comics, they were in Nintendo Power, weren't they? Uh, I don't think they were canon canon. Yeah, they're canon. They were uh, released
4: in Japan.
3: Are you sure? Not
4: the Nintendo Power ones with Houston. Not those. Uh, I'm talking about the ones with... Oh, okay, with, good. Uh, yeah. I'm talking about the ones in, in Japan.
3: Yeah. Well, that's beyond my canon. That's well, that's, I'm a stickler for canon, man. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, more things that I kind of wrote down as I went through it. Um, there's obviously the whole meta game for the collectathon, yeah, and the speed runs, mm-hmm. this... and the the include. I don't know exactly how I would term them, but like techniques that you can use to manipulate the environment. Things that aren't your standard. You push a button to mm-hmm. do this almost in, like, a fighting game style where you must do a series mm-hmm. yeah. of movements to do that. And that at first, the way they teach them to you, I think, is, is so ingenious because they teach them to you through these, like, animals yeah. in the game that you or see frustrating them if you want. do something. And it can be frustrating because it's not super obvious. Like, okay, well, he's running, and then he kind of squats and jumps. Okay, or worse yet, the um the little, like, space ghosts yeah. that teach you the wall jump. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's Etikun to the Dracoa. Wow, so the, is, it, what is, it, is it Wall Jump? Does it have an official name, that little thing you do? It's just wall jump. Oh, yeah, Wall Jump. Like when yeah. You don't have space. So it's just Wall Jump, right? So wall jump, did, yeah. did everyone get to that portion yeah. yet?
3: That actually is uh, the second time I ever played Super Metroid, and this was back when I was renting it. I, didn't, I never actually bought it. Um, the first time I got stuck in the room where you have to run, and I didn't remember or know that you had to hold B to run, so I screwed up there and just didn't finish it. Rage Quit. Yeah, rage quit, and then you have to return it on Sunday night because it's rental. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second time was those the wall jump guys because I could get up to the one ledge where you can roll yeah. back that just takes you back to that yeah. tank with the fake mm-hmm. floor yeah. in front of it. And then so I was stuck there.
0: Yeah, so I wrote down there something I didn't notice before is that um, when you get to that portion, they actually put a save in um, at the worst spot. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> and so and you the game teaches you to save often. And if you do, you totally get screwed if you can't get out of there. Like, you're stuck. Yep. And I, I have learned my lesson enough in that game where I, I usually don't save too often, but it's really been screwing me over this time. <laughs> I've died several times doing very risky things because I feel that I'm very good at the game. And I keep doing things where I'm, like, not watching my health, and I fall into one of those, like, flower oh, plants God. that kind of sucks on you and grabs and takes your health, and... And so I've died many times, and I've gotten many reserve tanks twice and things. But other than that, like the little wall jump, I actually don't really do any of the other kind of techniques that um, – so Technomaniac brought up in the form, but it's something called um, – uh, what's it called? Mock mockball. Uh, mock ball, which you can keep your forward momentum by, uh, by actually morphing or turning into a morph ball right at the moment you would touch down on the ground. That and it's it allows you to get places sooner than you normally would. Oh, yeah. Usually you usually have to have the speed boost, It doesn't right? actually speed do.
3: you up, but it makes you smaller. So it's like, you know the room with the pillars right before the ice beam? Yeah. You can get yes. under those pillars. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. um, you can get the, the super missile in Brinstar early.
0: Yeah, you can get a lot of things early with that. So our, I've never really been one to try and either do a full run, speed runs on the game. But um, I do like those sorts of things. Um, I know Ben, you obviously haven't played through the game all, before, but I know that your OCD nature may be coming into play. Absolutely.
1: Here. Like in this game, whenever I first played it, like one thing that really bothered me and sort of got in the way of my enjoyment is that like there was so much stuff I was passing by that I could not get to. I knew I had to go back <laughs> you to, have to remember for later. But yeah. now that I know about all this stuff, like this game, I wrote down in my notes that this game really rewards you breaking it. And that, like, just yeah. doing whatever yeah. you can to, like, get past obstacles. It's like, they didn't care. If you can get past it, good. You're being rewarded for that.
0: Which is a very dangerous thing to do. Yeah.
1: Because, like, it could, like, completely right? ruin Right, because, I mean, like,
0: usually when you do these sorts of things in a game... Yeah. Exactly. And so... But it's how you do the speed run yeah. aspect. You can complete this game. Does anyone know what's the fastest time on record right now? I think it's 55 um,
3: minutes. 100%. And tool assisted is even faster.
0: Fifty-five minutes, every item. Yep.
3: Yeah, it's
0: crazy. Oh, that's just crazy to me. Not tool assisted. That's a person. Well, wow. tool assisted. Let me see if I. Can... So, John, you, for you, like, what, what is your average? Have you ever gone for the speed run to see your fastest time? My fastest is around
4: one twenty-five, one twenty. 120. What? I, I think it's around one
2: twenty-five. So by the time this podcast wraps, you're Crystal going to
1: be had done. Crystal for you,
4: John. Mm-hmm. What is your best one hundred percent time? uh yeah, actually right now I'm at uh, almost a crop mire so what Shut up. John is
0: going to beat the entire game <laughs> in the amount of time it takes us to record this segment that's amazing let's actually, let's just go through the rest of crystal's questions here so she asks john what is your controller setup i want to uh, know this too standard standard right yeah. i used to do the moonwalk and then i didn't this time oh, i don't I, do, I don't do
2: moonwalk
4: and i i never really use it i i turn off the um or i don't use the thing where you, uh, what is it? It, it de equips your special weapon when you go through doors.
0: Automatic de
3: equip, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I like that, actually. So, one of the things that I've noticed that I know I used to do is I would change the buttons mm-hmm. up. I didn't like having. Yeah, I don't I think I don't jump is like like A, and then jump shoot is X, X, or whatever the top yeah. button is.
3: And then run is B. Which I, I I kind put of put see the... why.
0: I can kind of see why, because they want you to be able to run jump shoot kind of like with a, a kind of weird motion with your thumb. What does Y do? Why? Uh, well, it cancel cancels
3: it, special weapons. Yeah.
0: Special weapons, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, it, it's always weird. I know that people change it up. Kevin, how do you play usually?
3: My first really serious run of Super Metroid was on emulator. So I just, I I mean, it was a struggle all, all around it. But I experienced it. I had a good time. I got it for the um, Nintendo console there. Uh, what, what do they call that? I forget now. We wear we oh, virtual, for console. The virtual Console. And I've got the classic controller. So I fire that up, and um, it actually it makes a ton of sense. It is actually a pretty natural feel for it, because uh, what you do is you... Because there's really two positions for your thumb. Um, I'm doing it on the video. you can't see this. Uh, <laughs> Pick up a Nintendo you can controller. You have your thumb over X and A. Well, it's all the way over there. Oh well, not you. I so meant the listeners. <laughs> But, so you can put your thumb over X and A, and, like, if you've played Mario Brothers, you're familiar with that, but normally you're doing B and Y, and then that's run and jump. So you got shoot and jump, and then if you shift around, like Garrett's saying, you just sort of swing it on sort of a swivel kind of thing,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you're Probably on B and A, a and then it.
3: B A is running and jumping. And you, really, you're not running and jumping and shooting that often. Yeah. Right. So. But when you are... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, once in a while it
3: happens, and then you're in or trouble. A boss fight. Well, that's what I was
0: going to say because the, re- the whole reason I would say that we would get into this much, the controller configuration for this game, is because of that almost metagame of how quickly can you play yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And the controls on the game are really, I don't know how to say, finite. They're very oh, precise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can do a lot of really. Oh, cool I was things. feeling. Bad. I
3: thought of this metaphor before we started casting. Tell me what you think of this. Uh, when Samus hits a wall. It's like when you throw a jar of marmalade and it smashes. <laughs> and you just if you ever thrown a jar of marmalade at a wall, when it smashes, the marmalade just <laughs> splorches all over and just sort of, like, it goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's me when I'm playing Super Metroid, is I hit a wall and just splorch. <laughs> but then I watch videos, or I watch John playing, and people are just like, and I'll just super jump through yeah. here, and then I'll just spin jump that way, and I'll use yeah. the protect attack to get through this guy, and I'll kill everybody. I'm like, what are you doing?
4: I have to confess, I don't know how to wall jump very well.
3: Really?
0: Yeah. So wait, Ben, did you did you get it? Did you pick up I the am, wall jump or is it still a pretty pro difficult?
1: At wall jumping.
0: Oh. <laughs> so what was the breakthrough moment? Because I know people out here, and that's another thing I was surprised in the form thread. A lot of people, same boat as Ben, have not beaten it. maybe got halfway through, but haven't beaten it before. I, so how? What was the breakthrough moment for wall jumping? I think
1: for me, it was just like I really needed to understand that you needed to press the opposite direction. Before jumping, like, you needed to wait for that little moment where her sprite changes and then you jump. And, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think the other thing, too, is, like, when I played it at a younger age, I was emulating it. And trying to do that on an emulator was just, like, a disaster.
3: Oh, so, yeah. That would be mm. pretty tough. Yeah. Yep. Let's it's see, just, like, a... once you figure it out, it's like riding a bicycle. It's a rhythm. Yeah. It's just, like, shift, jump, shift, yeah. jump, shift, jump. And, you know, you can go all the way up that mine shaft without stopping. Mm-hmm. But when the first couple of times you try it It's like shift jump, shift oops I fell off my bike And skipped my knee <laughs> Yeah. Except in this case your knee is your power suit And the pavement is a giant pile of spikes
1: <laughs> Yeah but unfortunately My, my, my practice with this, yeah. session with this Was fighting Kraid So I was like yeah I gotta wall jump up here <laughs> <laughs> But oops I'm getting attacked By everything right now y- You do realize the giant spikes That come out of I your I don't stomach, like those I know those. you can do that but that's dangerous <laughs> They have it's spikes dangerous. on them
3: they have Indigestion spikes. <laughs> Can we talk about things we don't like about the various bosses now? Sure. Yeah, I'll say be... we
0: either need to talk about bosses or more about the different power ups. I want to say one.
3: two things about bosses. First of all, Crocomire is amazing. I love oh, yeah. right. This knock back—he's yeah. yeah. He's the one you keep knocking him back. He falls in the acid. You go the other way. The music. Oh all... my god! And you are like, I am gonna have to find him again. That was the coolest moment in this whole
1: portion of the game, hands down.
0: It's really—I wrote it down as—I made a specific note that it was just really odd. It's, it's also of...
3: and it, you know what you want to talk about gruesome moments that is a little more than mild violence because like, the skin is actually melting like, I'm yeah. gonna say this skeleton that's the one place. I'm gonna
1: say this and everyone's gonna think I'm crazy I think Krokemeyer is adorable. He sort of looks like a puppy to me. <laughs> yeah, I he like does look him. Like a I like him a lot.
0: <laughs>
3: so, like, yeah, I know. If it's true, if he was uh, maybe went up to my knees or so, I would put him in a pokeball and I would train him. Yeah, Absolutely.
1: but like the way like <laughs> he flails his arms around, like it reminds me of the uh, it reminds me of my chihuahua. So like I think he's really cute. So like when you kill him and like you see his skeleton, I'm like, oh man. And then you go back and like suddenly the boss music starts again, and then the wall like you're just wondering what's going on. Like I didn't know what was happening, and suddenly oh. the wall explodes. Bam! There he is. I'm like. It was really cool. It was my favorite moment. because the walls cover with spikes,
3: it. when it explodes, the spikes come at you. Yes! Me. Did you yeah. try to dodge them the first time? Because yes. I totally was like, I gotta dodge these spikes. Oh, they didn't damage me. Yeah.
4: Actually, I'm about to fight Krokenmeyer, so, <laughs> so I'll, see,
3: I'll tell yeah. you how it is. I was going to say, like, so I still say it's weird because obviously
4: Ben has this valid point
0: of he is sort of cute. He, he doesn't really strike the same fear yeah. as other it's bosses. It's like you just stumble across his Especially once Dean's you figure house. out the mechanic. Right. I guess maybe the fear might come from the factory or like the first time. He's not dying. Yeah. How, why like, is he not dying? I lost the dying? first time because I didn't know
1: what was going on. I ran out of missiles, and I was like, mm. "So there's that." But the fact that he kind of
0: comes back, and that actually harkens to bosses later in the game, sort of. But the the little bubbles that kind of go on the bottom of the screen is this sort yep. of for you know foreshadowing that's going to happen. I don't know. It's it's a little bit unusual when you look at the most of the boss fights. So let's start with um, well, the very very first one in the game, you fight Ridley. And you can't win, so to speak. Can you, you can die? There? Drop, you, you no, can
3: you die. can't die. Um But well maybe you can die. Maybe John will. But uh if you shoot him enough without taking too much damage, he'll drop the baby metroid yeah. for a second. And, and you'll like, have just that fleeting moment of I got it, yeah. and then no you don't, he's got it.
1: That happened for the but, first time uh, this yeah, time, no. and I was like, Whoa, 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 what just happened? And like I wanted to reset it because I thought I could <laughs> run up and save him and just clear the game. And the game yeah. would be over. <laughs> baby Metroid <laughs> no saved.
2: Game.
0: Ben is the fastest speed run with like two yep. minutes.
4: Oh, your crocodile's <laughs> dead, Ben. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> did you use a power Burns. bomb on him? No, he doesn't like that yellow juice in the on the floor.
0: I know. That's why I was wondering. So we got uh we got Ridley, and then he leaves, comes back. So the first one is the the Chozo statue, right? That kind of yeah. comes to life. It's called all. a Terrizo like,
4: actually. To, oh, can,
0: John, can, oh, see, why you're here, can buddy. Can we get
1: some like background on that? Because I'm always confused. Because like Samus was raised by these Chozo people.
0: Why are you being attacked mm-hmm. by, like, zombie yeah. Chozo? Are they, like, the non-
3: the, uh, the, the Chozos are always doing that. In Metroid Prime, you've got Chozo ghosts. Um, Chozo are all about, like, strength and ultimate warriorship. The word Metroid, actually, in the Metroid Fusion instruction booklet, Metroid is the Chozo word for ultimate warrior. So, mm. when you have the power, you are the Metroid. But... Hmm. What's happening with the Torizo chorizo? is, uh, you know, it's, it's a security system, basically. It's like, oh, you're going to take yeah. my bombs? Well, I'm going to shoot you with a laser. <laughs> but if you survive, you know, my problem was the first time I ever fought Torizo, I thought I was supposed to use the bombs on him. So I spent the whole fight in Morpho mode. That didn't last very well. That would be a tough fight. Well, usually, you,
4: you use the weapon. It's kind of like a Zelda thing. You use the yeah. weapon against exactly. the boss. Exactly,
3: that's what I thought. But no. Well, I always thought that that fight, like...
0: I don't know. I feel a lot of them, it's sort of obvious. or it, After a little bit, the basic mechanic of what you need to do to be successful and not get hurt becomes... Oh, you, you see it, right? Now, whether you can actually do that and have the skill to do it is another thing, but seeing what you were, what they would like you to do comes to play. I never really see it with the first boss. I'm like, am I supposed to be ducking all the time? I'm, I never really see the the pattern I'm supposed to try and do. because um, it's such a erratic behavior to me. Mm-hmm. Everybody's yeah. kinda coming at you. Sometimes he jumps, sometimes he does the little, the little shoot everything yeah. across the screen. And just like Kevin, I think the first time I did it, I'm in ball mode trying to use those bombs. I'm like, wow, they're this isn't working. It's
1: not
3: working.
0: Yeah. So uh, there's a statue. Uh
3: who's uh, uh, point no sports boy's first. It's Everybody bought yeah. really like me Head thing.
1: I like his song He's
0: cool, I, yeah. Another great music sync-up, yeah. where his, yeah. his little yeah. head bob it, it, is right it, it, to the
4: music. It, it, it just really adds a cool effect. Um, I'm actually kind of glad they did that boss, even though it's it's the slowest boss battle of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It adds, yeah. um, it, it pretty much is the character of the, amb- of the ambience within, um, within that entire area With of the they,
0: game.
3: Yeah? That yep.
0: the alive... Plant-like atmosphere.
3: The whole point of Brinstar is that the environment itself is working against you.
4: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Actually, that's one of the things I think you're talking about earlier is that when you get on the planet itself, there's just like this looming presence behind it, like that that spine that's in that center shaft. The planet is alive. Yeah, like th- th- it's it's malevolent and don't screw with it, alright? we will screw with you.
0: <laughs> yes. And as you go deeper into it, you're like awakening more of like the, mm-hmm. the evils within, yeah. so to speak. So we've got that boss. Um, we now it's to Kraid, who is, who's. Uh, I thought was kind of odd. Another weird sort of game design thing. So as you approach him, there's the music build up, mm-hmm. which is always cool. You've got the, um, the the mini couple, Kraid. Yeah, a little couple baby Kraid. Mini uh, crit, yeah. I think. What is that about? Like, I think, why would you spoil what he looks like? I
4: think that's an homage to the because, first game.
0: Yeah. 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 Most players oh. already know what
3: crate looks like because
0: they bought oh, him in the first game. in the first one. Okay, okay. So then you get to the kind of dead base marine body, which is kind of oh. And then the 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 boss eyeball door? Eyeball what, door. What is that about? Why why is it you have to fight a little I know it's to signify you're going into something bigger,
3: but why the is that is that, is if that I had harking to... back to the older one? It's, it's if like it's like like going It doesn't actually. Um You know, in the old one, you just have like a red door and you shoot it with missiles and and you go. Uh, I personally see it as you know the statue. You might have seen, you might not. It's optional this early in the game, but um, I think because you know the four bosses on that statue are also each the ones with the door. So the door Mm -hmm. is like connected to the planet, and the planet's connected to the statue. So it kind of represents the the living essence of the
0: planet and. These are the things that tie it together. Okay, I like yeah. it. That's better than what I got, which was... <laughs> Do we want to let not. you know this is a boss coming up? <laughs> even though there's, like, the scary music and all the other stuff. But
3: in case ben, you didn't peg it. Here's one, <laughs> one more thing, true. by the way. Eyeball door. Definitely Eyeballed a boss.
0: <laughs> definitely weird. So, Ben, so this is as far as you had usually got in the game. Is it because you had quit at this boss? No, I, I
1: had beaten Kraid before. It was just, like, I didn't know what to do after that. Because it's, like, okay. where you, where you needed to, like, do a lot of really complicated platforming at that point to get, like, the wave beam so you can get through all these other doors. Well, no, what
3: should you do, no, the next, it's not the wave beam next. It's, um, you go to the next room and you get the various suit. And, and then you go get
4: the speed booster. Right. Because
3: you can go through the superheated passages. If you don't have the instruction booklet, nothing in the game actually tells you various suit protects you from fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you didn't yeah. know that, like, I couldn't beat the original Metroid when I was a really young kid because I didn't have the instructions. I didn't know you could blow open a red door with missiles. <laughs> so I could never beat the original. And, you know, if you didn't know, same thing with various suit and the heat resistance. Yeah. So That's the, not where I
0: got stuck. power-ups, though. So, yeah, but yeah, the power-up thing that Ben said, like, he, I want to just point that out, like, you can get things not just at different times because of, like, wall jumping and mm-hmm. those sorts of things, but Literally, like, enough of them, I would say, are hidden. Yeah, you get skip for them.
1: that, like, that, the spacer, mm. which is awesome. Yeah. At least that early. Yeah, year. I remember when I first found really
0: that, and that's something I wrote down. I was, I'm always, at least as a kid, I was so incredibly proud when I found an actual, like, not an energy mm-hmm. tank. Well, energy tanks I liked always, but, like, when it wasn't yeah. a missile of some sort, and it was an actual, like, piece of equipment, yeah, oh, man, I This game is really good so at, so
1: as jazzed. I said, rewarding you for going out of your way to do mm. these
3: things. This time around, right after the grapple beam, um, normally I accidentally challenge myself by just getting the hell out of North Air as fast as I can. <laughs> this time I actually went on and I remembered oh yeah, this is where I get the wave beam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So I've actually got it this time and I didn't forget it. I was gonna
0: say, so let's talk about power ups a bit. Have you guys ever actually uh turned off the other beams to see the fully charged version of like the wave beam Actually, oh, there, the There's different
4: combos where you can have special kinds of beams, like if you use um it, it's it's a kind of like an orbiting uh gun effect. The wave?
2: Well there's No, oh,
3: the the power bomb oh, thing. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah, there's an the orbit the
3: charge beam yeah. and one other gun, and then you use a power bomb and you're like does a thingy like, like a shield sort of thing? Yeah, powerbomb shields. That's what they're called. Mm.
0: Oh, see, I don't think I've ever actually done wow. that. Like, I just remember, like, look, you can turn them off and power them up, and they have different colors. Like, mm-hmm. one of them's green, and one of them's, like, purple. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because once you yeah. have ice beam, at least for me, I
3: always have that on. I usually don't turn it off. Well, I loved how you
4: can
6: stack them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. John, is what? it you, or is it, uh... It might be Logan, who always turns the ice beam on, or is it Artie? Somebody I know somebody who always turns the ice beam off because it bothers them that when you shoot a one hit kill enemy with it the ice beam, die. it freezes yeah. them, and then you have to shoot them again.
4: Yeah, I I, I I I usually do that where um, save time, yeah, especially when I get plasma. I'm like, you know what? It's going to destroy everything. Well, I plasma. <laughs> so
0: wait, that's something I never saw. Why can't you have plasma and spazer, the three and
4: the plasma? Because it's too powerful.
0: The hyper beam is much too,
3: too powerful. Energy.
4: Anyway. Actually, pe- um, people have uh, hacked the game where they have uh, they have the Hyper Beam, and it literally kills bosses <laughs> on like one hit. Like, board <laughs> dead, you know, Isn't really there a thing, dead. In
3: fact, I know there's a thing, because I've done it before. If you, get, if you can get the Spazer and the Plasma to go at the same time, there's a way. And then when you shoot it, the game glitches, and if you do it in the correct room, you can still move around, and it actually resets the whole game, and it becomes a new game plus. What? Ooh i'm serious i've done it before wow hmm. it's ridiculous but it's yeah. great oh
0: one thing i wanted to harken back to real quick that i wrote down and forgot to bring up because it's going to be we're not going to come back to it the details of the atmosphere mm-hmm. when the little tiny things like I, I i always noticed this but never really had thought to bring up is the little like bat like creatures they always have Screen. little piles of poop uh, piles of like poop under them really under each one, I didn't know that. there's that tunnel where you like run really fast, and it's the silver and gold versions of the scree that they they hang under the ceiling and then they like spear down to the mm. ground. And there's one tunnel where you're getting up to, I think you're, in, I don't know, kind of end of Brinstar between Norfair, transitioning between the two zones. You do you're supposed to have the speed boost, but you don't have to. But when you do, you just kind of blast yeah. through it. And as they all kind of spike down behind you, if you look at the ground, there's these little like brown little like bat guano piles. <laughs> Under each one. Never so. well, I've never noticed There's all those so. little things like yeah. that. But anyway, back to power-ups and cool items. At this point in the game, Ben, what do you have? have you, let's see if you've missed anything cool um, yet.
1: I have the, of course, the spazer thingy. Um, wave beam. Yeah, yeah. I have the x-ray sight, which is pretty neat. Yes! Yeah. Do you have x-ray yeah. already? Yeah. Like, yeah I X-ray's did that without go. the grapple beam. And like I don't know how I did that, what? but I wanted to end my life.
3: What? Where do you get that? I don't even it's remember. Like this grapple room. beam or X-ray coming. X-ray. X-ray, X-ray scope.
4: X-ray is based uh, off that main back,
3: shaft. Yeah, and like back up the shaft. Yeah. After you got mm-hmm. grapple beam. Yeah, and it's this room across. where like the
1: whole floor is spikes, and like and you and, uh, need a
3: power bomb to get in. There's one of those little dudes who attached. Yeah, I him. remember. I remember.
1: Yeah, and like and you did that
0: without the grapple. Somehow how did you freeze that enemies watch? and yeah, walk Yeah, I did it without across?
1: the grapple. Like. A lot of it was just like I found a lot of energy tanks, so I spent a lot of time just like running and jumping. <laughs> he just went yeah. through, but where like, I could, across. like I, I just froze things and tried to jump across. But the hardest part, for sure, was like trying to time those little. I want to call them Medusa heads because they go in the same pattern as the Medusa heads from Castlevania. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. What are they called, John? Uh, Medusa they go heads. like this across the screen. Oh, waivers.
1: Okay, waiters. Oh. Yeah, those guys. Oh, well, you have to you time that enough. exactly. So, like when they get to a certain point, you have to freeze them, then jump on them t- in order to actually get up there. I know it there.
0: timeouts. I tried to do that too, and I got yeah, frustrated. And,
1: and at first, I thought it was impossible, but with perseverance, you hit like the X-ray site. Yeah, it's a huge pit, and at the bottom is spikes. And I just had to sit down there and wait for it to happen while my health just dwindled to nothing. And like the first time I did it, I felt great because I got through. But then I realized I had to go all the way back, and I had no health left, <laughs> so I had to
0: do it twice. Wow, hardcore! Oh, no wonder it's taking a little bit of time to get through. Okay, so Yikes. that's. But the in terms of power-ups, as you get them, mm-hmm. like I was, I, I put this out on Twitter, getting like the extra power bombs and the super missiles. Oh, I always like okay after like the third or fourth one, I'm always like okay there's another one, there's another <laughs> one. I get an energy tank. Yeah. Awesome! I get a reserve yeah. tank. Oh, I'm totally stoked! I get a new gun. So cool. Oh, best time ever! Get a new suit. Eh, okay, and then, or some other power up. It's good times, but um, this is the biggest power something. up you can get, especially gravity.
3: Yeah, it is. Yeah. but it's just like new suits are like whole new areas open up to you. New suits.
0: It does, but in terms of like um, I like tactile response, like you get a gun. You're shooting yeah. that thing all the time. You're hearing the new sound. You get the, the suit, yeah, you're, you're, you your I look get, so. changes. You get the suit,
3: you look cool. The person, your character, who you are, you know, being in and of the game has become better. It's true. And looks shinier.
0: I don't know. It's, maybe it's because you go from the, the suit that obviously compared to the Varia suit or whatever, not Varian. as cool. Very, When you get that, it's get it's it. awesome. Then when you get the, the gravity suit, it's just a palette swap. <laughs>
3: it's just purple.
0: Maybe that's why I've never no, really I, found I, it super exciting. You get slightly excited.
3: bigger shoulder pads, I think. And yeah. also your visor, I think, is I think
4: blue so. or should be blue.
3: Yeah. Yeah, hey, your visor changes.
0: That going, to, going to kid picks back then. Didn't <laughs> have Photoshop. You just paint bucket blue,
3: purple. Oops, I'm I right. picked the blood tool sports. <laughs> well, I'll well, just use the you. rocket ship eraser. <laughs> um, speaking of rocket ships, high jump boots... Kind of lame. Yeah, because it was funny. I didn't even
0: remember those were in the game. (laughs) All of a sudden, I I got those. I was like, oh. I I was was like, I can can jump pretty high. I'm feeling pretty good about the jumping ability. I I got
1: those, and I instantly felt less badass. Because like, well, now I don't have to wall jump everywhere. This sucks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot easier. You can turn them off, though, right? Yeah, you can can turn anything off. Yes,
3: but... Yeah. But you need... Like, I always find that the higher jump is kind of floaty. It's like yeah. Princess Peach from Mario Brothers 2, yeah. or sort of slow and floaty, or Luigi, I guess, is a better example. Since he in actually general, the game. jumping is um, really
1: floaty in this game.
3: But for good reason. But I find like, jumping without jump boots a little more compact. You're up, you're down. You're up, you're down. You can go. You can, whereas with the boots, you just, whoop, and I'm coming down eventually. <laughs> oh, I missed my platform. Uh, well, I'm going to land on those spikes eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Another
0: ah! thing that I, I wrote down was when you get the super missiles. I don't know if you've noticed this, but when you, I think when you first get them, you have to like open a door or shoot something with them, and, and it knocks shoot? enemies yeah. out of like the ceiling, yeah. and they fall down. It's just those guys. little things like it's, that. Yeah, it just awesome. adds to the realism. That's cool. Actually,
4: they like the, every time you steal one, the entire uh, it vibrates, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. The entire room. Yeah.
0: Um, in terms of, you know, for most of my notes, though, it's just that, you know, sense of feeling and ambiance and all of that. But I was going to say, for everyone else, is there any, before we go to more specifics in the form thread, any other thoughts, things you wanted to bring up for discussion?
4: One of the things I really like. One of the things I really like about, um, about the game is when you, when it first starts up, you just hear the breathing of Samus, and it just it sets, it sets a really good mood. And uh, I, I think they had gone on to record saying that it was inspired by the movie Alien, where at the very end of the game um, she was or at very, very end of the movie, she was breathing within the, uh, the ship and she's waiting. She's in the little
0: about, life capsule. In the suit, mm. right? Like in the space Try suit. Trying not to. Got, it, yeah.
4: it really it sets this tone of um, you are
0: You're alone. in space. Yeah. Mm.
3: In fact, um, Ridley, the bad guy, is named after Ridley Scott, the director of Alien. Huh, really? So, wow, yeah, that's
0: cool. It's an homage. Very nice. I didn't know that. Um, huh. I, but back to the intro, though. We're talking about you know setting such a good tone. It's one of those. Another odd thing is that that intro goes from like almost creepy, scary, right? Because there's just this green text mm-hmm. and. You're reading it, and it's got this kind of scary music. Then all of a sudden, it comes into some like, and you're like, okay, it's kind of triumphant. Mm. And then it kind of gets quiet again, like this. Mm. You know, there's some there's some combat, and then it goes back and it's kind of creepy. Yes, very film. Uh, Actually,
4: right when uh, where your ship is up on the surface of uh, Criteria there um, when you first get there, when it's raining, uh, it's 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 really scary because mm-hmm. uh, you don't know what's going on. It's—I uh, think it's technically supposed to be acid rain. I'm not sure, but uh, when you come back there uh, after you've, I guess, beaten a certain part of the, the world, uh, the rain's gone. You see the clouds uh, in the sky, and there's a song called Galactic Warrior that plays at that same time, and it has this dum 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 dum, and it, it, yeah, it has yeah. this it's a very
2: score.
0: cheery and, uh, sort of triumphant tune. It's almost a march. Yeah,
4: yeah it, it feels like it empowers you. Um,
0: yeah, that's why I always like going to wreck
3: ship. Yeah. because of that that music. You, so when I you get good. to that part again, and you're like, yeah, that's right.
0: Well, because at that point you've 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 beaten a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. You're you're feeling you know you're about halfway through ish. You've got a lot of power ups. You're like, okay, I'm going somewhere new, but I'm not absolutely terrified. But then you get there, <laughs> and we'll get into that. We'll we'll get there about the scary part of wreck ship and all that next week. So, oh, are we not actually,
3: doing? Are we not talking about Fantoon?
0: No, that's all next week. And then, oh and man, because I, I did
3: Fantoon already, and I was so ready to talk oh, about no, it. No. No,
0: Too bad. You gotta hold on to your thoughts for next week. But uh, this uh, but week, everyone, we come on back, Simon to <laughs> <boss is gonna laughs> talk uh, about Fantoon. <laughs> Crystal's questions. So we talk about controller setup, mm-hmm. best times. Um, have you ever needed to crystal flash? So, John, what is crystal flash?
4: You have to be under a certain... Um, you have to be under a certain uh, power. You won't, you have to have a certain number of um, ammo. I forget the specifics. But if, if you're under a certain um, point, you can...
1: Use uh, you, like, 10 you... missiles, 10 super missiles, and uh, 10 right. power bombs.
4: Yeah, you do a, a power bomb, and what it does, it, it kind of... Puts you in this chrysalis where you can actually see Samus in kind of a fetal position, and she's, I guess, she powers up based off the explosion of the bomb itself. It's a really cool little secret. It's like similar yeah, to how. Yeah.
0: You can... If you watch the intro of the game and you wait long enough, it'll show right. that. And I always saw that, I was like, what? and really? I still to this day don't actually know how to do that there, I don't know what you do to initiate a, it you just use a power bomb with 10 10 10 that's it like you have to like pull down L um, or something Nima
1: well. or Technomaniac posted a video of how to do it along with like the mock bomb stuff in the thread I
3: got it so. right here actually on game facts um, 49 or less you energy do? you gotta have less than 50 energy uh, you gotta have 10 or more missiles 10 or more super missiles 11 or more power bombs because you use an extra power bomb. Mm-hmm. you choose the power powerbomb icon you morph into the morph ball l r and down and then shot, and you'll
0: oh, see there the is flash. a special thing you gotta do, yeah,
3: there's so much stuff in so, this
1: game that like they never like told you how to do, and like I wonder if like they intended yeah. for people to really discover this without like a guide or something.
0: well, they did have it in the intro, I think that was they did for have intend people to find it, but I mean that was before internet prevalence right. and being able to ask someone how did you do mm-hmm. that so and, and you can very much play the game without ever having to yeah. do. That. You had to go to your local Sears and
4: see people hanging around the <laughs> machine and playing it and asking.
0: <laughs> so, is there's is there other ones besides that? I mean, you just talked about the Powerball, the Power Bomb. Yeah, like, Power Bomb Shield, shield says here thing.
3: you put the charge beam and one other beam, and then you select your Power Bombs. And then when you do a charge shot, it'll actually do a shield. Yeah.
1: So, does it matter what other beam?
3: Um, it actually, that it actually, actually determines which shield you use. Oh, yeah, it
4: actually determines yeah. the kind of shield. Wow. So you
0: get different ones depending yep. on it, which is... I don't know that I've ever really used them, uh, but that's pretty cool. Actually, going um, back yeah, to
5: tool-assisted speedruns. Oh, another... I'll, 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 they actually they discovered ahead, that
3: using one of the bomb shields on a later boss in the game saved them, like, 15, 20 seconds or something, which is huge Yeah. in tool-assisted speedruns where every, like, frame... Is counted down to the minimum. Hmm. What so, were you say, John? oh,
4: another one is um, when you get the charge beam, you actually can do a, a a preview or the kind of a precursor to the screw attack.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, oh yeah! If you charge yeah. it up and just do the little <laughs> side kind of jump, that's pretty yeah, useful screw. too. Yeah, some
1: something I discovered too is if um you hold down the charge and then you go into a bomb, like you drop like five.
3: Oh yeah. And Mm-hmm. Which does that I have any so. practical use? I think of it's just, just being me. cool. <laughs> there's one place in the game where, like, there's a bunch of broken mm-hmm. bricks in a row, and if you do that, it breaks them faster. But that's it. Oh,
0: here's a good one. Or how good are you guys at uh, like bomb jumping, where you place a bomb and you use that to jump you higher?
1: I'm like okay. how high up in the screen? Pretty can good, get? but I don't know how. Like I'm decent,
4: but I can't. I can't keep it up. Yeah, like
3: I couldn't get up. Like, they um they fixed it out. I, I don't know, like, they changed the programming in the Game Boy Advance games. If you do bomb jumping, you just have to ram the B button as fast as you can, and it'll just, you'll go right up the wall. The oh, so you don't have to, like,
0: have any I sort know, of finesse I gotta... to it yeah.
3: Actually, I was going to say this about, like, speedrunning and stuff. They embraced that with the Game Boy Advance games. There's, like, set-in-the-wall missile mm. bricks and stuff. But I and, also like, that spider in that
0: one, you right? Can Where you fight. Can stick to the wall.
3: No, that was uh, Return of Samus. Oh, so and then in the Prime about? Games, I'm talking about like Zero Mission. There's oh, the,
0: the this after Super Metroid. Yeah, that's okay. what
3: I meant. Yeah, Game Boy Advance. Yeah. No, there's like a wall you can break, and then you can fight Ridley before you fight Kraid and they just but they embraced it totally. And there's special endings actually in Zero Mission. Oh, where yeah. If you only, if you beat the game with 15 percent of items or less, like a no items challenge run, then they give you special endings. It's hmm. too cool. So yeah but like i think super metroid the reason people like it more for that is because it wasn't an intentional thing because it is yeah. glitches bugs uh just little arbitrary things here and there that weren't intended but show up anyway
1: and works so were you well going to say? I, I don't think i had anything
0: <laughs> yeah do you remember what you were going to say? Oh, I thought you had something mm-hmm. to say. Um, I wanted to answer the rest of Crystal's questions here. Uh, she asked, besides speed runs, have you attempted any other challenges like skip the gravity suit, defeat Ridley without the the
4: various suit i've never uh, done I, that i'm stuff. a pu- i'm a purist i i'm one person everything i'm like hundred percent run every time kevin i know you like on, to do only things like only this.
3: accidental challenges like when i forget <laughs> to get the wave beam i'll be in wreck ship and i'll be like oh yeah wave beam i wonder if i should have gotten that oh well yeah i did the same thing, thing in the original metroid me. i never I like found the screw a, attack the just i looked at my maps on my graph paper and i'm like i don't know no screw attack <laughs>
0: My map and my craft paper. Yeah, that map is pretty intense. All right. Um, any any final words for this week? But We're getting into the... We'll play the last half of the game next week. I or am at the right the ship, final. so we're good to go. <laughs> I'm not kidding, so i know you're not that's why it's funny <laughs> huh.
2: i i don't know that i
0: could host a podcast <laughs> and play super metroid at once i had hard enough time talking about pilot wings thing... for the, t- the podcast about 3ds 3D
3: i get can you switch out to the menu john and um check your in-game time
0: uh not yeah, while yet you do that well when you do that when but, you when you, yeah. you going not say? <laughs> if you're there still Yeah, um, I guess um
1: no, I one one thing oh. I could uh, complain about despite the fact that I am now in love with this game more than I ne- more than I ever have is like after Crocomir and like getting the uh, grappling beam like I'm not sure if I didn't just screw myself over from um like just going on a journey and trying to get everything and being obsessive or if like The game doesn't really give you any direction that tells you to go to the wrecked ship afterwards, and you just sort of have to backtrack. Yeah, it is a little weird. I don't like that too much. Like, I I don't want the game to, like, hold my hand, but I don't want it to be like, hey, go back to everywhere you've been before and find out what you have to do now.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't even remember. I think originally I was on the same boat as Ben. Like, I... Didn't know where to go. I wandered around for a long time. Yeah, got a yeah. bunch of energy tanks the, the and missiles The thing is, actually, stuff. like,
1: after Krokenmeyer, like, I wasn't sure that we were done after that. Like, I thought we had to fight Ridley first. Because, you know, he was in, he was in Norfair. Oh. Yeah. And, He's like, I there. saw, like, the boss no. room and I was like, okay, I gotta find out how to get down there. And I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Some little direction
3: there would have been nice.
0: Does it, Kevin, was it in the instruction booklet? Does it list like the levels like, in a certain order or something? I, I don't
3: remember. What I do remember is um, after you get the very first power bomb at the top of the Brinstar shaft, normally you keep going up from there and it takes you back to uh, criteria. And then from there, if you go to the right, you'll have seen the grapple mm-hmm. hook blocks which you can't reach yet. And then if uh. you remember, oh yeah, those are See, up this there.
1: here's the thing. Like, but I when I play, I saw grapple hooks everywhere
3: an arrow in the map
4: or something well I think I just mastered <laughs> uh, wall jumping yay <laughs> yay
3: Hooray! and
4: I wrote a Super Metroid uh, novel
0: and uh, I made a bunch of uh, merchandise too while you guys were recording this podcast <laughs> he well. just
3: coded a new Metroid <laughs> game during this podcast yeah just start to finish It's it'll be out next week
2: alright
0: <laughs> well let's, uh, let's call it quits there for this week we'll be back next week to go through the end of the game uh, we'll take a short break here and we will close out the show
3: Crap, this is normally the break where my segment goes, isn't it? Yeah. Dang, yo.
0: so let's uh, let's close out the show here. I'm gonna thank our, I wouldn't say temporary guests. Yes, we'll be back next week. Uh, Kevin and John for joining us, stepping in for Liz, bringing your academic expertise of Super Metroid to the table. Um, and but I don't <laughs> do. <laughs> but one thing I realize, and I know we're done talking about, but something we didn't do, and I think we would be remiss not to do, is. Negative aspects of the game, and I'll give us a couple minutes here. But is there anything hmm. from at least the first half that you could say these are the bad things? Has Ben kind of brought up a little bit the yes, you can break the game, and you and they encourage you to go where you want, but there's also the downside of you can get yeah. ridiculously that's... lost. Oh yeah, and not know where you need to go. That's a that's pretty a good detractor for a lot of people. Before. I would say. Um, and I would love to hear yeah, people's absolutely. form in the form thread giving more comments on, if, especially the people who didn't finish. What was it that maybe stopped you? Because I'm just, That's I would. Why love I to wish know. Liz was here. It's a game that obviously is held in in high high regard by many of us, so um, you won't hear a lot of naysaying from us, I imagine. But is there anything negative that anyone would say, maybe detracts from the experience for them? Uh, Kevin, maybe. Anything? I
3: guess maybe one thing. Um, I think first of all, if you get lost a lot is mm-hmm. the worst you can say about a game. That's still yeah. a pretty good game. But when I was younger I didn't I didn't really go and collect a lot of the stuff. I didn't get lost very often. So, you know, you'd get to a boss and you wouldn't have as much stuff as you would have if you'd been more thorough. And then you'd die because you weren't
2: you're well not ready equipped. for that, yeah.
3: And see, the only thing that's keeping me from saying that's a real distraction from the game itself is because that was true of me when I was younger for RPGs, mm-hmm. adventure games, anything where you had to like grind or work at it, I always would get to a point where I wasn't leveled enough yeah. or adventured enough. Hmm. So. One,
1: I guess uh, another right, thing I sure. have is that um, along with the getting lost frequently thing, like, yes, this game was made in 1994, and for the most part, you can't tell. For the most part, it hasn't aged a bit, but I still feel like there are some moments where you realize that you're playing a game from 1994, mostly in terms really? of, like, the lack of any sort of narrative. And not not like this game needs to be Metroid Fusion, where it's holding your hand and telling you everything that's going on. Wow. I actually really <clears throat> like that game, though. But, um, like, just... That you can get that lost, or that you can fight a boss and, like, not really know what's going on, or not have anything telling you, like, what your real objective is. Sure, your objective is to go get the, the baby Metroid larva back, because you don't want it to be, like, harvested for bad things or whatever. Right, that
0: you have that yeah. one goal, and, and that it's instead like, I mean, for some people, a yeah, really long time like, ago in the game. To me, it.
1: that sort of feels like it gets lost in this sort of journey. Like, you kind of forget about that. And just just that lack of yeah, just that lack a weapon, of a reminder a of the power, I think, really puts this game back to 1994 a little bit.
0: No, that's good because I would agree because you get to the sure. end and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm here to <laughs> rescue the super. I'm here to get the Metroid. Hey, at oh, least on the flip not part, to power I up just, and
3: be badass and kill everyone. <laughs> at least your Metroid isn't in another. <laughs> you know, what, I've got it. I know what they, the one thing that bugs me more than anything else about this game, and that they should have used before they got into fusion separate shoulder buttons for pointing up and pointing down the hell with that Hmm. i hate that i think if i could just hold r in in the game boy games you hold r you press down that turns you from pointing up to pointing down in this you have to hold r to point up and l to point down and that always screws me up always has and probably always will yeah
0: maybe that's another good one we can say because the fact that the configuration even though you can change it that there really doesn't feel yeah, like there's right no one really good one and that I don't know maybe if that's but a game I don't think it is not. it's but because as we play you through have it more... so
1: much control over samus like especially for a game right. from 1994
0: well your actual okay so the the play of the character the physics in the world top notch but the way that you mm. have to interact with it through the controller there's it, it, because it it's so rich there the controller doesn't translate when... as much it's kind of like playing
1: <laughs> yeah Super <laughs> Metroid is
2: co-op.
0: Speaking oh, of which. Are we going to segue
2: with <laughs> that? All right. We
0: should segue with that because that was uh, – I want people to think about that some other – because I know that we're a group that's going to think of positive things mostly. So think of some of the things that we detract a little bit so we have a little bit of both sides of the coin. But let's trans uh, transition here into the end of the co-op contest. It's time to announce a winner. And actually, before we do that, Ben – Tell people what they're going to win, because I'm going to go look in the, the mailbox right. right now and make sure that we're not sitting on somebody with a new high score. You,
1: the one missed. winner of the Quap contest, will receive, unfortunately, a Game Boy camera signed by Anamonaguchi, full of pictures from my PAX adventure. <laughs> <sighs> Why did I do that? And, um... Because you're
3: awesome, bad. The evidence suggests you're that awesome, you're crazy. <laughs> And awesome,
1: and whatever random thing that Garrett wants to throw into the mix.
0: Oh, I found so I've been cleaning up. I should show pictures of it. I've got like this like gaming corner set up upstairs. It's looking really good. But I found some cool stuff and I set it aside, and then I cleaned <laughs> it again because now I can't find them anywhere. But I've got a couple. Oh, I had them set aside so I could talk about them. On the podcast, because I thought that would be smart to do. I'm not going to be able to find them now. Let's see anything here. Well, one of them, for sure, is going to be a mini DS holding backpack. It's like the size of your DS, <laughs> but it's also a backpack, and it holds your DS in some games. So that's one of the prizes.
2: That's kind Dude, of the, Rain oh, wait, it in a right little bit there. there, Monty Okay, Paul. guys.
0: Don't let the radio die. I'm going to go grab Parker's stuff. On his
2: don't, way don't, back don't, to
1: the don't, prize don't stop world. the beat. I can't, can't, can't control my feet. Let's play oh. some Metroid.
2: Come on. Buddy, let's Are you still
1: beat. Don't playing don't Metroid, John?
3: Don't stop. Yeah, I'm
4: about to uh, battle Fantoon.
3: Yeah, I battled Fantoon, yeah. Oh, are we back on it again? Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop, don't stop. the beat. You can't stop. Can't stop. You can't stop the beat. You won't stop. Won't stop. You won't okay. stop the beat. and okay.
0: Go. Good Ooh. job, guys. Okay. The other prize Ooh. is a copy of... Of the book, I am eight bit, which is a, oh, pretty, a pretty cool book. book. It's got a lot of video game art in it. It's this whole project, and so hopefully you don't have it. And then I'll have one other prize that I won't say, so that you can't be like, oh. So I they're getting want that. a choice of these things? Because <laughs> you're just getting it. No, they're getting all of them.
2: Dang.
0: Okay, because we've had that's this true. contest for in the wild the, the Wow contest before it for almost like two months now. That's so. True. All right, are we ready to announce? Let me see here. I'm gonna look through the email. We have a couple more from Emily K here, who got up to 141.7. Whoa!
3: She was all over wow. that. Wow. She
1: was I just. Think, hot
3: I think that's that's
1: our right? winner.
4: Right? Is that possible
1: here?
3: Did she use
0: the hurdle as a boat? So, well, it's Evidently. I don't think they cheat because if you look at the earlier emails, no, like there's a progression. You can see it slowly there was brand more There a brave progression here. Like from you see, okay, campaign. they got a hundred. And then you saw him get, like, 105. And I, I, I mean, it's
3: so like the four-minute mile, man. It's nuts. Yeah.
0: Um, so I remember saw... I was talking
3: to, if it is Emily, Hot Beverages, yeah, there right? It is. I was talking yeah. to her on Twitter, and I was like, yeah, I got a whole, like, 10 meters in QAMP. I'm feeling pretty chuffed about getting double digits. And she's like, yeah, I'm stuck at about 107. I'm like, what? What? I imagine that's with using. And this was a week ago or two. This was wild.
4: You know what I really want yeah. is I want the Mega Sixty Four guys to do a parody of Quab. <laughs> I want like Sean or uh or Derek kinda just
0: walking around <laughs> Yeah.
4: Okay. So yeah, that's a
0: hundred and forty one. Wow. Wow. Here's the update. I'm going to keep playing on all week and we'll update you. That was on the eighteenth. And I don't see any other ones from her. I think Jim was the other one who was trying for it. I think he was like 118 or so, and so. Um, but uh, also, so that's our winner then. Hop Beverages official winner. Also, email from Butzikoy in here saying that um, thanks for the name. I shall now call my Oshawa
4: Lesbos.
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: Which I guess is a combination of Liz-bows, uh but with an E instead of an I. Actually, I think
4: it's named after the island in the, in the Aegean. So. <laughs> or that. <laughs>
0: Or that he also said that he thought gentleman's Pocky would taste like gentlemen. Too bad. Yeah. Dark chocolate. <laughs> so sorry. Dark chocolate. So sorry. Okay. That was good. Unless we're getting in a new one right now. Okay, we weren't. It was just spam. Okay. All right. There's <laughs> our like winner. A so
3: <laughs> hot beverages. Increase Actually, your
0: we probably have your address, I bet. It's probably just in the customer database. Mm. Um well set us the address you want us to mail your stuff to. And we will send it off, and it'll be exciting. We'll have to think of a new contest for at the end of Super Metroid. Maybe something Metroid themed. I don't know. We'll
4: something
1: see. Something I'll actually get people to sign,
4: print, or something. I don't know. <laughs>
0: no, no. We gotta. We still have to have the same quality, but I think more mystery is always good. Next so, week, man. I'll bring a right. guest.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so <laughs> let's uh, let's sign off on the show here. If you'd like to. Join us on the uh, through the forum thread, giving us your thoughts and opinions on Super Metroid. Fangamer.com forum will get you there. If you click on the Fangamer forum, we have a thread in there. Uh, it'll also be in the uh, blog post. If you want to follow us on Twitter, twitter.com Fangamer. I've been sending out a lot of tweets for it. In fact, if you want to tweet about mm-hmm. Game Club, the hashtag I made up, which is sort of complicated, <laughs> is the pound... F-G-G-C-5, Fan Gamer FGGC5. Game Club.
1: F-G-G-C-S-5.
0: S, Season I 5. I think for,
1: the, for the future we should just do F, F-G-G-C. Yeah,
0: we'll leave the S off. and then we'll just, Yeah, or something like that. Just make it well, the Game Ben's Club the, one. Ben's a Twitter uh, pro. He'll, he'll find a way to streamline that process. But if you want to follow Ben on Twitter.
1: Twitter.com slash B-E-N-C-A-R-I-G-N-A-N
3: there i have just tweeted it. if
0: you want to follow oh i love this because everyone's on twitter now if you want to follow kevin on twitter
3: twitter.com backslash simon bob oh no x nope, no no <laughs> x i got simon bob just straight up here on twitter nice. okay form spring to form spring dot me if, if you want
0: if you want to follow the questions. illustrious john k john how many followers are you up to now i'm still days? under 100 but hey john
3: why
1: aren't you following
4: well, that me, for a
0: guy hasn't been on here too long it's what is your what is your twitter it's the john k at
4: twitter there you go I think-
0: easy enough right, follow me twitter.com slash aticron c-r-o-n uh facebook.com slash fangamer we've been putting updates on there all kinds of good stuff from our buddy charlie uh we will oh emails we had a lot more emails which is great podcast at fangamer.com oh, i should have checked itunes reviews oh, that is no. what i didn't do. In the meantime, let
1: me ask this while you're checking that Um next week we are not recording on Wednesday when there may be a fanfest thing going on. Should we Mm -hmm. speak about how we might possibly be doing a live stream? Maybe. I think it's a really good idea. I think it's a really good idea.
0: I don't want to be the one to figure out. I
1: also don't think it's gonna be that complicated. All you need to do, you need to fire up the thing, whatever Ryan was talking about, and then point it at Skype. And all of our beautiful faces are here. So all they need know, to see right? is us. I know, right? It's
0: easy enough. It sounds easy enough, right? But I know that in order to record the podcast and stream at the same time, that's where uh, I the, think, the I think the it's worth trying. I think it's worth Ben trying. If you want pe- us to do this, my computer's people, not good enough. Send for that. Ben a Twitter. To figure it out because I'm gonna have more than enough stuff than to do than try and figure that out, unfortunately. But my computer I would really like to, but it is things. not on my priority list. Getting the voicemail is up there right now, getting mm-hmm. that figured out. Send See, Ben a
3: Twitter just anyway. Yeah, so, yeah yes. do that. just make some conversation.
0: He yeah. likes it. Is this we have a review from Brentley nine eighty six, which is a uh, five star saying nice things, pretty simple, produced by a group of cool people who like to talk about games. Listen to one. You'll keep listening for hours. Keep it up, peeps. I don't think we talked about that one.
4: I don't think we did. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thumbs up. Thanks for the review, buddy. Uh, We appreciate it. So, signing off for this week for the Fangamer crew in Tucson, East Coast, Japan, wherever they are. Good night. Oh, in Canada.